Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Because this is my guilt, I claim you grievous miracle. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Core. This is Core Video Games for all of you. That's right. Well, not really. We're not giving any video games out, but we're going to talk about a lot of games. That's what we do here. And uh, sometimes a game you might like gets brought up might be part of the conversation you don't know um we'll also talk about the games we're playing and we'll talk about the news around gaming which has been a little lame lately not a lot going on don't know why i always thought this was a kind of a decent time of year for this but maybe i'm thinking wrong i guess it's like june forward that's where things get get real you know with the game I mean, that's when diablo comes out and all other news becomes relevant at least yeah, for a little while that's a good point uh, we're going to talk a bit about Diablo. It's so laser focused on one thing. Yep. He knows. He knows what he wants. I don't blame he him. He does. I feel that way he too. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get to all that in a second. I wanted to mention that um, uh, something here real quick. How do we feel? Just what is the room temperature on idle games? Games that are titled as idle. So oh, you look- mean like uh, the Dungeons and Dragons idle champions of the blah 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 yes like that how do we feel about those do we think they're worthy of our I, time do we uh what, what are, where where's our head where, where would you what would you say i scoff at them oh all right well bad news i'm playing yeah. an idle game <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean i've played some and realized how yeah I, I didn't like it i was like this is not it's not worth my time it was a phone game where you just pressed one button right yeah it was just a one button presser usually yeah. yeah, some of and them I'm were like, you'd have to click. Like Cookie Clicker is very clicky, but other ones were just like, 
hit a button. Oh, man, I played so much Cookie Clicker. It was a real problem in my household for a while. I'll bet. Yeah. And uh, what was it? Is it Infinite Paper Clips? There's a Paper Clip one. Oh, right. That was kind of addicting. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I played a ton of that. Yeah. I played a bunch of... That one was great because it looked like work. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you could pull it up at work and you would look busy. Would you do that at work? Oh, yes. I watched the entire uh, last, uh, not last, but uh, second to last season of Better Call Saul at work. Oh, my Lord. That's impressive. Okay. Yeah. This isn't why you're not there. They fired me for a bullshit reason, but there were plenty of (laughs) valid reasons they didn't know about it. Okay. So, you know. Maybe they did know about it, but the, yeah, Yeah, maybe they made up the bullshit one to cover for the one they knew you did, which was watch the entirety of the wait a minute. Why would they fire me for a bullshit reason if they had a valid reason they knew about it? Oh, good point. Liability. Well, they want you to feel bad. Maybe they were like, oh, John and his family. (laughs) They're like, we don't want to fire him because he watched... A television show on his uh, on on our time. Let's fire him because he didn't do something he wasn't trained to do and had just been to us a month before saying this is a potential problem you need to correct. Oh man, yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe they just couldn't prove it. They just felt it in the force. Or it's true. They would have had a hard time proving it, considering I was head of IT and I would have been the one looking up my internet history. Maybe they had a key logger and they were like, "We see the name oh, Saul let's a lot." Everything. If you're like in a privileged IT position, then that's yeah. Yeah, but what if he types Saul all the time? That's how they found out. Just the word. Yeah, but Saul. he's the IT guy. He's the he is uh, the Lord. The right there, I'm the one. If they say, if they say, hey, we think that there's somebody uh, abusing the internet policy, um, can you pull their history? I would be the one pulling that history. Oh, interesting. And then when you pull the history on yourself, you'd pull it on your decoy PC. Yeah, John Bo, you're really smart at this. What's going on at where you work? Are you? Uh... I've seen Mr. Robot. I know how hacking works. Mm. <laughs> okay. No, I, I I am not an IT person. Well, I mean, but you know, I know computers. Obviously, you, you know stuff. Quite computer. Yeah. yeah, you're making Lake Run for hell's sake. Yep. Well, uh, I was just curious. The game, by the way, so people at home are like, well, wait, what are you playing? I'm playing a game that just came out today called Factory Town Idol. It's based on the Factory Town game I talked about a few weeks ago. That game is proper factory towns, like a combination of a city builder and Factorio. It's got elements of both. And uh, that was when I was looking at every game that even resembled Factorio or uh, Dyson Sphere. And it's really good. But they made this idle game, which is kind of based on the same world. But it's almost like running an automated spreadsheet. And I shouldn't like it. But I really oh my God, like yeah, it. I'm looking at it. I don't know why I like it, Bo. Look, you know, it's yeah, fine. I mean, like, I, I, yeah. Push button, make the colors go is, you know, we've all been there, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, obviously, it's going to be fun and entertaining and capture our attention as humans. Like, it's not because they're not fun. I just, I look at it as a time value proposition. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to waste my time playing video games and I use wasting quotations, let it be the full experience. If not, maybe I should read lord of the rings or something you oh, know what i mean like yeah. I just, that's, no, that's sort a of good point I, I should read i never read the hobbit i read lord of the rings when i was a kid but never you the, should hobbit. Read the hobbit i should read the hobbit um, it's well, like I lord just, of the rings but smaller more manageable and possibly more enjoyable well that's what you've always said you've always said this <laughs> i do I, re- I really like the hobbit yeah you didn't love the movie adaptation but, you know or you just know? like quality we could say quality time with the family or you know oh, whatever sure. like just sure. i'm just like i don't know this is it's too low effort. 
Although I gotta admit, like Mighty Doom's falling into that category for me, where I'm like, why do I play this game? It's so, yeah, it's like I like it, but I'm like, it's so empty calories, empty gaming calories. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think that that's the thing is like we're gonna get to it when we talk about what we've been playing. But while my games weren't, you know, an idle game or a you know, whatever you would classify Mighty Doom as, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, mine were more real-ass games, but at the same time, like, I was playing it because they were comfort games. Like, right. I oh. didn't... I wasn't playing Resident Evil 4 Remake for the eighth time. It's not that many, but it's close. Um, I wasn't playing through for the eighth time because I'm like, well, this narrative is just so gripping the eighth <laughs> time through. It's because I just needed... That escapism, just that, like, I'm just going to relax. I'm just going to enjoy myself. I'm just going to have a bit of fun. And I feel like that's what these types of games fall into. Is that, Like Bo said, empty calories to a degree. Well, and uh, I think it's important to have that every sometimes. now and then. I need to speak up a little bit, though, because I'm checking out the, the the trailer for Factory Town Idol. Yeah. And are you sure this really fits into an Idol game? This kind of looks like it gets crazy it does like get it, crazy it's but not it's just an excel spreadsheet like i'm watching like there's like maybe 15 or 20 rows or even 30 rows of items oh yeah i'm seeing bars fill up constantly i'm seeing the mouse click like kind of all over the place like my definition of an idol is you don't got to do much more than press if that like there's more to it yeah i would this I, looks like there's a little more to it than your average idol game yeah there is I, a I bit there is a bit and i'll say this it's premium you're not gonna go it's not free to play with a bunch of micro crap in it it's like four bucks three bucks yeah. whatever it is it's nothing it's like cheap but, but it's like you, you got quests like this looks more like um basically just like the resource tree in a resource game without the actual management of like the town or something yeah, like it's kind of it's yeah. just the graphs like mm -hmm. i don't know i think maybe the idol might be a little misleading on mm. this because i'm like i don't know look it's probably not complex but it's what it's it you're right about okay so imagine a city builder where i have to worry about zooming in zooming out rotating the map how am i going to put this building down all that stuff yeah. this is like that but with all that removed and all you're left with is like, build some houses. That means you have people. They can go to the factories that you've built. Now they're in the factories. They're producing product. I can sell those at these markets. But it's all represented in these not quite boring spreadsheet. But it's like, you know, it's graphical. But it's it's still basically just data. It's rows and it's columns. It's in the uh, section of the game of like any city builder game that I ignore. Like when that when civilization is like you can find out more about this on the economics panel. I'm like, well, that is a button I will never be. <laughs> I love it. That's usually me though. That's what's so weird here is I'm I'm that guy in Civ and in pretty much any city builder. I'm not that concerned about these getting in the weeds on the numbers, but this is literally the weeded numbers, and I'm into it, and I don't know why. I don't know what's going on there. If it makes you happy, Scott, it can't be that bad. All right. I'm pretty sure they made a song about that. Well, I appreciate like, that. Like, that's the thing. As long as you're not hurting yourself, mm -hmm. as long it as you're not uh, giving away all uh, all your core money to yeah, a to a free to play game, yeah. like you know, all look. I am pretty harsh on mobile games, but if you like mobile games, that's fine too. Yeah, it's fine. It is fine. It's fine to like what you like. Yeah, I am not of the opinion that you're playing a quality product. Probably not. Probably not. If it makes you happy, go play. Okay, fair enough. I'm glad oh, you got that little wisdom. Yeah, I like John's wisdom because it's usually very like open ended. It's like, yeah, do what you want to do. You be you. Everyone be you. 
I personally think it sucks donkey penises, but <laughs> yeah, let me make you, let me plant my flag. Yeah, let me tell you it's okay, but we're enemies now. Yeah, now, but it's it's yeah. okay. Now when I hate the war all, happens. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna look for you, but that's amazing. They're right talking now, a lot good. about your wisdom in the core Discord today. They were saying, uh, you know, why not put it in the box? Yeah, why not put why, it in the box? It, yeah, <laughs> what if it was in the box? Yeah, that's, it. that's one of my favorite uh, John tropes of all time. Uh, it's good stuff. But what if it was? But what if it was? Um, all right. I'm going to uh, get into this now. We got a full topic, although um, it looks like we're dropping frames again. My ISP is all over the place tonight. So I'm going to do a thing real quick. Hold on. Is your ISP Comcast? Uh, it is, and they're being terrible right now. And I don't know why. I don't know what's going on with them. Oh, I got you back here. Oh, I just, you know. Um, but, so the thing to do is to make a video saying, you won't believe what Comcast said. <laughs> is that the? Oh yeah, that's that's or the just way. Just call it like update on the Comcast situation. I like that Bo's <laughs> like I got your back, Scott. And my thought was I'm gonna hold as still as possible to make Scott think the video's disconnected too. Yeah, yeah, you were holding very still. All I could see was your lips barely moving, which threw yeah, me. Well, it's our big night. It's our second premiere. Yeah, second year. I don't know YouTube. why the internet's so poopy. Well. It keeps going up and then staying up for a long time and then going not down, but just like dropping where it shouldn't be. And it's pissing me off, Comcast. Knock it off. All right. looks like it's okay now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, say that that's good. What else was I going to do? Oh, yeah. We're going to do this now. Yeah, it's uh, time for the news. It's nice, isn't it? It's um, some old. Like if music could fart, that's what it would sound like. I just feel like the teacher wheeled in the television, and they're like, "Today we're watching a film." Yeah, (laughs) like that's the next thing I hear. And now, uh, hi, I'm Troy McLeod. Like that's what's that's what's coming up. It's like an old, uh, yeah, like an old 60s, 70s newsreel kind of sound to it. But it's actually a Genesis uh, thing from some Genesis game. And I would argue the Genesis sound chip was the farting of sound chips. I mean, it was, I I have a real fondness for it, but it was bad. I was going to say, but it's good. You're not wrong, but it's good. But it's good. It's bad, but it's great. Like, I really like it. So that's where I got that. All right, let's get to it. Diablo 4, a bunch of stuff happened today they had a they had a developer oh, stream oh yeah big one. Oh shit yeah i know i didn't even know it was happening and then by the time i got there it was like half over but i saw some of it uh i don't think they did a very good job of getting the word out and also i'm on twitter less so maybe that's why but anyway uh the beta led to a whole bunch of changes that they have said they're going to make and they've detailed a bunch of that and we'll get to that in a second but also we're getting another beta we- weekend uh they want us to come and in their words smash oh, no. or slam the servers they want to slam they want to they want to uh what's the sorry what's, guys war tales came out <laughs> oh you'll uh trust me you'll head over there, no, you'll head over there. no 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 see i need all this time to play war tales before diablo launches are you gonna hold off and yeah not play any diablo i might not out? i might skip i mean i'm really liking war tales that much that i'm like meh yeah you know well it's um, uh, like I feel like I've gotten everything out of the beta test. So what are they? Are they putting anything new in there? Or? They, well, so- I don't know if it was originally in there, but I every I feel like they talked a lot about the wolf thing. Mm. We all were like, oh yeah, we gotta get the wolf. We gotta get the wolf. And then this time they're like, well, make sure you beat the world boss at level twenty because that unlocks the level twenty uh, horse trophy thing. Yeah. 
Uh, like it's a big claw from that dragon creature that you apparently can mount on your horse, like Geralt with a griffin head, you know, like <laughs> that, that principle. Yeah. Um, but you have to beat the world boss at level 20, which I beat the world boss multiple times, but I never did it at level 20. So now I'm kind of like, Oh shit. Now I think I got to go back there. The level cap was 20, right? Yeah. Cap was, was 20. I think it was 20. Okay. Wasn't it? 25, 25. Oh, it was 25. I might've done it then. Oh, I might be okay. I might be in the it. clear. Cause yeah. I, I never made it to max level, but I think I was 20 when I beat. The I beat it at max level. So I'm okay. Yeah. You're fine. You can skip. You can skip. You don't need to. Smoke. Yeah. You don't need to play. So, Bo. You don't need oh. to. You're good. Oh yeah. So weekends, March 17th and 20. They're doing two weekends. Yeah. Two weekends again. There's, oh no, wait, that's the past. Never mind. Wait, no, I thought it was two weekends, isn't it? Or maybe it's just two days. Yeah, March happened already. Right, no, I know that, but the but the May ones yeah. are... Uh, the other M month. The other M where's, month. Where's, and where does it say? Is it in this developer update? Uh, yes, Mar- or no, this is... Oh, you're right, this is old. Um, On April I mean, this isn't old, but they're talking about the what they learned from the first thing. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I put, I put, a, I put a different article in there. Oh, yeah, this is dated April 14th. Yeah, that's old. Hold on. Um, oh. Yeah, we don't want That's that because one. originally the news story was about what they learned from beta and the changes they were making. Oh, uh, which is today relevant. Today there yep. was additional yep. news. Here it is. So. Okay, I found it. Uh, May 12th is when this new version of the beta will start. It will focus on the early parts of the campaign again. Uh, Act 1. Um, let's see. Players will be able to max their characters to level 20, but can, uh, can still play the beta throughout the weekend beyond that if they want to. Uh, due to the open beta being available to anyone who wants to try it, players should expect long queue times. Uh, they're calling it the Server Slam, and it will start 12 p.m. Pacific on May 12th and last till 12 p.m. Uh, Pacific on May 14th. So you're getting it for basically two days. That's what I was, I was thinking. Um, you can still let's see. Uh, they don't. They're not doing the KFC thing anymore, so you can't go get a double down and get a beta key if you haven't already done this. But PlayStation Store, Microsoft Store, BattleNet. Uh, and of course, a pre-order. All those things will have the open beta. Um, and what else? That might be it for that. So yeah. So so it is. It's a big question whether I'll even get in there because I feel like at this stage, this is just to test their. You know, this is just to give their servers a beating, which is important and good and everything. And I think everybody who wants to play should play. But I think I'm good till June because. Yeah, the only other real benefit is they said that the changes. Uh, so we're going to talk about it. They they had said that this was a true beta they were going to make changes based on feedback and now they've said they have so this will be a beta that reflects the changes they made so there is going to be a slight new experience if you uh, are curious about what those changes are how things are going to feel post changes um there is something to get out of it if you know you're in and you know you want to play and you've already unlocked all the early stuff you want to unlock uh, I don't think there's much of a reason to get in, but I think for a lot of people that want to get into the nitty gritty of it and say, how bad is the Druid now? Um, you know, get in and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, so the, yeah. So they are giving away this mount. Like we won't get it. Oh, we have to do if we it don't play. Server, just, this event is called server slam. Yeah. And you have to log in to get it. They're going to give you a mount for that. I missed that part. I don't think it's yeah, a mount. It, I think it's a piece of armor that goes on your mount. Oh, it's just cosmetic for your horse. Because I think your mounts, your wait, mounts and the cosmetics yeah. that go Let on your read. mounts. Feeling the felling the pestilence spewing Ashava comes with a new earnable reward: the cry of Ashava mount trophy. Uh, oh, a mount trophy. Yeah. 
It's that a trophy. Yeah, like I said, the now. griffin head on the side of Roach. Like, yeah. This is that. Yeah. Oh, so we're going to have, not only are we going to have mounts, but they'll be mount. I guess that makes sense that some games have. They're giving players another chance. Oh, yeah. More stuff to sell. Are you kidding? More skins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're into it. Uh, the biggest change that I've seen in this list is to the dungeon layouts. And this is something we talked about on the show because we were a little unsure about how those worked. They all look the same. If you go into one dungeon one time, is it randomized? No, it isn't. Turns out they're not. They're kind of static. But they... Uh, change the layouts on one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine different dungeons all have totally different layouts now. And they say that their reasoning for that was to make sure there were less backtracking. And um, let's see what else they say is uh, some, some other objectives. Oh, and they beefed up the events that happen in dungeons. They beefed that up from 10% chance of that happening to 60% chance of that happening, which is a massive jump. Um, they needed it. I mean, the dungeons are uh, were kind of honestly boring. Like they were cool. It was one of the cooler parts of the game. But um, the second you do it for a second time, you realize you're in the exact same dungeon as what you were in before. Yeah. And uh, that first one that I, I think a lot of us probably did first. I can't really say it's the first dungeon, but there's the one where you go in. It's got a lot of werewolves, and you have to go all the way to one side of the dungeon get a thing, mm. then come back to where you were, then go all the way to the other side of the dungeon, get a thing, then come back to where you were, then proceed further into the dungeon. And you do that every single time. And it was just kind of just what it didn't feel intuitive. There was a lot of running around already cleared corridors, just kind of going, well, this is mm. sloggy, <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> you can forgive it if it's, you know, randomly generated, but it's not, that's the, that's the same layout you're going to do when you run it again. And I think that that's, this is a good change. This is a smart change. I agree. I was already feeling fatigue on my second time through. Bo, listen to this about your barbarian. Tell me if this is concerning at all. Uh, barbarians, a flat 10% passive damage reduction has been added to the barbarian class. Now, this feels like it almost, this almost bears up Bo's take on the Barbarian, that it needed nerfing. Not... Barbarian's really strong. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and everyone hated it. It's still it. strong anyways. It can't. Uh, it says some skill tree. Barbarian. They have, he had some passive reductions on a bunch of the skill tree stuff. Uh, the Whirlwind skill now deals more damage and consumes more fury. None of us want Whirlwind, so whatever. The Double Swing skill enhancement refunds its early fury con- uh, cost when used uh, on stunned or knocked down enemies. The Druid, though, but John, let's see. The Druid. I don't care. They don't... I, I'm not... I don't care. I'm not <laughs> skipping the Druid because it does bad damage. I'm skipping the Druid because they look like derps. <laughs> Man, quit I, being a Druid hater, okay? They're I think right. the Druids look cool. I don't know what you're They look is. dumb as shit. You, they look like my uh, social studies teacher carrying a green block of wood. Well, listen, social studies... Uh, uh, Whatever. What is it called? What do they call? What's the job? Social studies teacher. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah. That's so hard for me. Where did, where did you have growing te- up? You had teachers, right? That's how they did things where you were. <laughs> they have teachers yeah. in Canada, right? Yeah. yeah, they had teachers, but I just thought he was more talking like a social studies scientist, right? Like because they don't all teach. Like you can go into social studies as a undergrad major, I guess. Yeah. Where you study socials. Yeah, studying the socials, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's just like counting people and what they do. It seems like bullshit, but... um, (laughs) (laughs) Everyone I talk to is in social studies, and I'm like, I don't know. Your job's kind of 
Seems ridiculous uh, and boring. I love this. Uh, We're going to get somebody. <laughs> it, somebody. I'm in theater. It's ridiculous, but it's not boring. Right. Um, Somebody's yeah. listening right now who is a who is a social studies teacher, and they're going to email us. And I actually look forward to seeing what <sighs> whatever that was. Just my I'm impression. not saying it looks like all social studies teacher. I I'm saying it looks specifically like <laughs> a teacher I had, yeah. and I can't get I so can't get over it. <laughs> I can't play a Diablo game where my teacher is running around with a stupid block of wood shooting lightning at things. It's not the fantasy that I live for. This is a complaint that applies only to me and anybody else that was in his class. But it's it's there. That's what it is. Well, and I'm and I'm more speaking about Bo's uh, discounting of the job of being a social studies teacher. I'm just sure someone's going to have a take oh, on that. Okay. Yeah, I just I'm being honest. Like I'm sure you do valid work, and who cares about what I say? But like I just you know in school there are people that are like in social <laughs> studies, and they're like, did you know X amount of people? But did whatever, and it's like I don't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just sounds so boring. I'm like you know talk to me about law. Talk to me about business talk to me about anything social studies just seem like boring so sorry. i mean it's a study of social things right? i'm sure you can study the what demographics and stuff and know things and it <laughs> provides value but you know <laughs> ugh, just, ugh, not ugh. interested eh? that's why john picked it john didn't pick geography you look like my geography teacher because those guys are cool they like they have ponytails and they have like Whoa, plaid shirts and corduroy pants like they're now, awesome my mm. social studies teacher <laughs> was awesome mm. to be clear this is a teacher i really liked oh um, so why were why are you dissing your social studies because teacher? i don't want to play him in diablo <laughs> i get it I get it. Why would you want to play your teacher in Diablo? I get it. I don't get it. Why are we insulting your social studies teacher that you I'm not. I said he was awesome. He played Goldeneye. He was the easiest teacher in the world to derail. If you didn't want to do anything for the day, you'd just be like, well, that's a fascinating question about the Huns. But if if um, you love him so much and you heard what you said. pop culture reference and you would be done for the day. Nothing would happen. Without any context, if your teacher just suddenly happened upon this show at the exact moment, you were like, this character sucks because he's like my social studies teacher you know he would take that away right so i thought i thought we were like open season on social studies people but i, I was mistaken no my my social oh. studies teacher was uh was amazing uh yeah. shout out to mr stidham stidham rocked man. stidham that's yeah. a cool name stidham yeah you stidham can even make a character stidham. call him stidham uh, it doesn't change the fact that he appears with a stick and a block of wood. I'm just like, no, I don't want no, it. The, margin, not great. The, the, the block of margarine's no good. To me, it looks like margarine, but yeah, no. That's, <laughs> but I'm not going to throw the whole class as one item looks like shit. Yeah. Like a little weird doll is what replaced it. I just, no, this didn't seem cool to me. Like, it's, all right, all right. it's fine. It's cool to people. I don't like the necromancer and everybody wants to make out with it. So, you know, my tastes are different from other people. I do want to make out with it you're not wrong see yeah i do <laughs> i totally do uh speaking of which summon minions will die more often requiring players to utilize corpses more often many bonuses <laughs> in the book of the dead had their stats increased Ooh, i got a buff how about this one the damage dealt by corpse explosion has been reduced <laughs> <laughs> take that uh, the brightness you know, will kiss issue, it though. scott your but issue, its damage is reduced your uh, issue was that it looked too apparent like a corpse like it's like Here's a very, like, it's like, uh, you know, uh, 
like Walmart made a corpse, so you could easily identify it in the shopping. Aisle. Yes, yes. That's totally corpse. That's totally it. Like, and they're not doing that. They're the thing that they're dropping down the visibility on are skeletal warriors and mages. They're making them less bright. So that's true. The skeletons had a glow in the dark. Like there's something wrong with their webcam too, for sure. <laughs> a little throwback to the pre-show. <laughs> we were struggling yeah. with webcams. Uh, the, the most exciting pre-show you've ever heard. Yeah. Sub it to was, our Patreon. It was amazing. Now. Yeah. Why, was, why wouldn't was you? So good. Why wouldn't you sub today? Um, anyway, there's that. Uh, John, I got a follow-up email about a lot of this, and it's for you. Uh, <laughs> this is pretty great. Hold D- back my giddiness. This is a D2-D4 email follow-up, and it goes like this. this is from Victor in Sweden. Sweden. Uh, I don't know if that was offensive or not. D2R, meaning Diablo 2 remastered. Remastered? Resurrected, sorry. Resurrected, yeah. Looks better than D4. The color pattern in D4 looks like if you put black pantyhose over your monitor. The snow is gray. The trees are greenish gray. The blood is reddish gray, etc. Still looking forward to playing it, though, Victor. Yeah. I'm moved to Sweden. I think Sweden's got it going on. They well, seem to have figured it out. Other than their the world's leading suicide rate, uh, I agree with you. It's a fine place to be. But here's here's what I was going to say about this. I still think we are victims of Act One. The like, word leadings. <laughs> they are. They're the leading. They have they have the highest suicide. They rate They have in the, the highest, but they're like leading. Feels like they're trying. Oh, like they're trying to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want that. <laughs> the the leading brand of suicide is made yeah. in Sweden. You That's know? a really yeah. fair point. I shouldn't have thought of it that way. But it's anyway, okay. The- it's funny. It just hit my brain. I was like, <laughs> but here's the thing: like Act One, we are victims of Act One. Act One in that game is washed out and meant to be. It's dirty, gross snow. It's a dark, awful place. It's not representative of other parts of the game later on now See, i say I that not knowing think act one is going to be served by it because it is a washed out snowy landscape i got into it and went oh this isn't nearly as bad as i thought it was yeah. once it's supposed to be a more vibrant looking thing like a i don't know they're probably, probably gonna go to a stupid desert <laughs> uh, but once you're supposed to have maybe more color to it i don't know if it will serve it as well but we'll see i don't know all i know is that fair. I John see has screenshots of Diablo 4 and I go, ah, okay. Yeah. John has I see screenshots of Diablo guys. 2 Resurrect and I go, I'm going to install that game because that game looks good. Yeah. John does you have, do snow have bias. You have self-admitted snow bias, though, because of I do. I do. If you put a snowy thing in a game, I'm more yeah. likely to play it. There is no snow, I don't think, in Diablo 2, right? No. There is an intro cinematic. My I don't snowy think you play world it, is exotic to you, and your desert world is exotic to me. Yeah, it's not even that exotic. I grew up where it snows. Oh, you did? Where were you? Yeah, it's Flagstaff. Flagstaff. Yeah, that had yeah. snow there. That's right. Um, I you ain't seen nothing like a Canadian winter, <laughs> my boy. Well, that's true, but I mean, I've seen snow. It's yeah, fun. I'm not you... going to see it and be like, "What is ice crystals from sky?" <laughs> like I, <laughs> I've had to shovel driveways, man. It's <laughs> a good impression of uh, what are know. these ice crystals in sky? <laughs> there was a human who probably said that once. Like, oh my! Oh, that's funny. I just have a feeling that we're going to get different biomes and they're going to be nice. I don't know that for what sure because I haven't seen them, but I'll bet we do. What, what I'm taking from this is that I need to buy pantyhose for my sweet 166 megahertz. Yeah, monitor. ruin every yeah. video game. Yeah, ruin them all. Or wear that over your webcam, your hot new webcam. Maybe you'll get a cool filter out of it. I mean, I can just put it over my head, I suppose, and everything would be Diablo. Yeah. 
Yeah, then Real you bad. could be like the Twitch bandit and you could have like a theme. What's a Twitch bandit? Right. And if they No, that would be like my persona. Like His I've persona, changed like I would Dr. no longer Mustache. be Bo Schwartz. Oh. I'd be pantyhose head. <laughs> you need a different name like, than that. I think some a better name would be good. Pantyhose uh, head ain't gonna what? work. I don't know. Um Call him Hoser. Hoser. The hoser. You're the hoser. Yeah. Yeah. Bo, hoser, because it's a Canadian thing, right? They all say hoser. Yeah, because you got pantyhose on your head. Yeah. I have never heard a Canadian say hoser, by the way. I, maybe that, No, I it's an like American talking thing. about Canadian thing. Yeah, we've right. only heard, I've only heard Bob and Doug McKenzie say it. So to be fair, right. I don't, I don't yeah. know who else does. <laughs> Probably what's, nobody. Old, what's older than Boomer? <laughs> I don't know what, uh, Greatest Generation, <laughs> what were they called? Uh, <laughs> Kaboomer. <laughs> Kaboomer, that's it. I mean, kind yeah. of. They were in World War II. They blew up a lot of stuff. Right. They had all the nukes and shit. They yeah, were, they were kaboomers. That's actually pretty good. Pumps. The people who... The, I like that better than the greatest generation. Or, you know, people always talk about it in that way. Call yeah. them the kaboomers because they blew all the, the kaboomers. <laughs> That's great. That is actually great. I love that. Yeah, the kaboomer generation. Nice work. Yeah. Um, all, right. all right, moving on. Let's get to this patron message that we got this week because it's worthy of discussion. <laughs> Uh, it's this one right here from Carrie who says 20 something plus years ago, I watched a friend fight against the sewer gator monster in the N64 resident evil game and thought that it was straight up nightmare fuel. What creature slash item slash quest slash moment from a game still pops in your head all these years later. It doesn't have to be creepy. Uh, if you can't think of one, uh, or don't want to go down that path. Well, I'll start and I will, I will go down that path. Um, for me, it's uh, oh, the name just uh, Silent Hill. There we go. Silent Hill one. I've talked about this before. I probably even told this story on the show. But Silent Hill one. One night playing this late at night. Uh, I'm downstairs. I have the lights on. All right, all lights are on. I'm playing this game, and at one point I'm in the nightmare version of the world. You're not switched all the time, so it's like all gross and rusty and bloody. And then you'd flip, and the or the radio would stop buzzing, and now you're in normal school or wherever the, the haunted place was. And I was in this basement area, and I was walking around, and it was a little scary just to be walking around. But I suddenly heard bottles breaking, like somebody was throwing bottles against a cement wall or something, mm. and it freaked me out so bad that I leaned forward. The console was on the carpet, probably a mistake. Anyway, leaned forward, turned off the PlayStation, set the controller down, took the disc out of the device, put it in its case, put the case away, walked upstairs, turned every light on my way up, didn't turn anything off, got in bed. My wife said, uh, what's the matter? And I said, nothing, but you need to go. You're taking out the dogs and you're shutting all the lights off. And that was the end of that night. That freaked me the F out. So anytime anybody says anything about either survival horror or mentions anything to do with Silent Hill, all that comes back to the surface. So that's mine. Uh, I I don't know why. I could have probably done the math, but it hit me extra funny when you said up in bed next to my wife, because I assumed you were in like college or like high school when this happened. I'm old. I'm old. So it would have been like (laughs) you were like that this was an adult situation. (laughs) Yeah, this is like what, midnight, late late nineties? When did that come out, that game? Uh 
John yeah, was just a, a lad. Right. Late 90s. I yeah. would have been young. It would have been fine for me. Yeah, I would have uh, been 20. <laughs> you were married. You had to go seek solace from I your John's so reaction to your story is LOL boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. LOL Gen Xer. But yeah, like I was probably 26 or 7 or something. I don't know what I was, but I remember it just really rocking me. And I And it may be the source of why these games do this to me now. Like why horror games get me so bad? I think it, there's a thread there. There's a line directly to that. Anyway, Bo, do you have a thing well, where you're like, "Oh, I remember every time this." Uh, I was playing Doom Three with all the lights off and with hit noise canceling headphones, and my sister's fiance snuck up and yelled in my ear at the as loud as possible voice. Yeah. Oh, I thought I was gonna die. I still remember it. Yeah. I think the actual most traumatizing thing was spiders in Skyrim VR. It was very recent. Like vehicle-sized spider dropping on my head in actual 3D. Did it make you not want to go it, back it, and do that again? Like we, it made it like I'd be lying in bed and I just picture the spider grabbing me out of bed. Like you know, it's like it kind of affected me uh, deeply. Like I, I managed to play for quite a bit, but I'm. That's rough. Yeah, that is rough. John, do you have a thing so, like that where it's like? Yeah, I to this day have a, a phobia pertaining to water. Um, and stuff in water and i still trace that phobia back to playing shadows of the empire on the nintendo 64 (laughs) really uh there is a stage in shadows of the empire where you are in an imperial sewer and you know the graphic fidelity of the n64 was such that you don't have translucent water it is basically like just a texture that uh is sitting there that you can't see through and in the sewer water, they had uh, Dianogas, which are that's that thing in A New Hope that grabs Luke's leg and pulls him under. They got the little eyeball thing. Oh, okay, um, yeah. So those were in it, and uh, there was something about running around the platforms next to this nasty-looking sewer water, and all of a sudden these tendrils just coming up and whipping out of the water at me. That creeped me out, and then the final boss of that stage... You have to jump in the water, and when you jump, like I said, you can't see down. You can't tell that it's like a really deep pool of water. You have no idea what the depth is. And when you break the surface, it's just super deep, and it's a sarlacc down there. It's just you look down into a maw of teeth and tentacles coming up at you, and that scared the shit out of me. (laughs) Like, as bad as it looks, like, I went back and watched it again. And, you know, when you go back and watch those things, it doesn't seem as bad. But, like, when I played that as a as a kid, um, I became terrified of, like, what's in the water. Like, that really creeped me out uh, in a bad way. Wow. That's pretty hardcore. Yeah. And it's Star Wars stuff, something you still love. Yeah. You're into it. It's my safe place, and yeah. it's unsafe. And not safe at all. I, why is there yeah. a Sarlacc pit? I thought those were exclusive to certain parts of Tatooine. I don't know if it was supposed to be a Sarlacc or if it was supposed to be like a big Dinoga, yeah. but um, it was it was not good. I, I did not like it. And you're just looking down into this maw of, of teeth and tentacles, and you just sort of had to use the jetpack and blast your way. You couldn't swim, yeah. so you're just sinking like a stone towards it. And wow. That's uh, that was pretty rough. I also had a few real bad dreams about stuff being in water, but I feel like this is what got that ball rolling. Okay. If you were on a raft out in the middle of nowhere and you just had to sit on it, is that like a bad nightmare for you? Like a bad situation? I would be very uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I deep, wouldn't like Deep, it. dark water all around you. No way out. Yeah. That's- um, I, I Like if I can, if I'm on a boat and I feel secure, that's fine. If I'm like, boy, I sure hope somebody comes, picks me up or this raft might sink or something like that's bad. Yeah. 
that, that, that's, like if I don't have to get in the water, I'm okay. Right. Um, but the, the, a lot of discomfort about, Oh, echo. The dolphin was another one that did this to me. <laughs> wow. Really? Do you remember echo? The dolphin, like yeah. you had, it had a breath meter. So you're constantly tense while you're swimming around in the water. Um, which, you know, that ties into Sonic the Hedgehog and that nightmare fuel music. You know what? It's a bunch of games. It's Sonic the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin, and Shadows of the Empire. Video games made me afraid of water. It's all of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all, all of it. it. It's all bad. But you had to sneak <laughs> past an octopus and Echo the Dolphin, and if you moved at all a little too fast, he'd slap you, and you had to hear that awful noise when Echo got hurt. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to hear the worst sound on the planet? Find the Echo the Dolphin getting hit sound. It is atrocious. <laughs> yeah, not good. Um, all right, then there you go. Those are all the things that, that have freaked a, us out. That was such a weird answer. Uh, I love it. Good one, but like I didn't know yeah. you had all that air. I didn't know you had all this water stuff. That's 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 what I have with heights, and I have that with because um, water doesn't bother me. Although I mean, nobody wants to be stranded out in the middle of nowhere, but right. Like every once in a while, it's almost like a half fear. When I was on that cruise last year, there were moments where my brain would realize it would make this realization: we're so far away from anything. That if something catastrophic happened, we're just done. Even though we probably weren't, you know, we're, we live in a modern age where helicopters and shit would fly over there and save people. But, but it just, it had this moment of like, it's like the Titanic. It goes down and we're done. And then it leaves me just as quick as it came. I don't really freak out about it. Same thing with planes. Like I'm overseas. By the time I went to Japan, you're in the Pacific and that you can, the screen in front of you, you can bring up the, you know, where your plane is in the yeah. in the where the ocean is and when it's just there and it's nothing but just thousands of miles of blue all around it you go oh i'm screwed <laughs> yeah there's problems i can't do anything about where i'm at right now i hate that feeling the game of- i'm really scared to play is subnautica is apparently very good in vr yeah, yeah chat's saying that right and now chat's saying they need to swap I, seats where scott plays subnautica or i play subnautica and scott watches oh i do that it's, but it's playable in vr and i've looked at some of the monsters in that and it just looks i would hate there's no way that is so scary. That's yeah, I don't know if I could do it. Water spi- uh, spiders, Bo. They have water spiders, big ones. Spiders? Do they have spiders? Do they, have like spiders? they don't even so. look like spiders. They just look like crazy Cthulhu creatures. Sure, they're probably spidery and have tentacles, but yeah. I didn't see a spider. Hmm. But um, hey, I found some Echo the Dolphin uh, sound effects for you. <laughs> you did? Oh, did you? Put them yeah. in our thing. I want to hear them. Yeah, it's in the there. Discord there. Okay, let's see what we got. Does this okay? Let's see if this does anything. I, I don't know. It's not, they're unsorted. It's just a three minute video, but all right. I'll just do some playing here. See what we got. Uh, it's not playing for some reason. I mean, gear up. None of the sounds are great. Yeah, there's some more. Okay. Let me let me skip around because these are okay. Here we go. Come on, YouTube. What are you doing? It's farting around this YouTube. Okay, here we go. Let's this. Particular video is not being very helpful. It's not my internet. There's right like now little great. gaps between each sound. Yeah, there there are weird gaps. Neverine says there are spiders. Oh yeah, forget that game then. You're not gonna do it if there's water spiders, are you? VR? Are you kidding me? It's a whole other ball game. It seems dangerous. If you hate it, yeah, I wouldn't put yourself it's like, through that. It's it's scary to a point of traumatizing, and it's just like. VR, like, you know, you really feel a sense of place and presence. And unfortunately, if you have a fear. Yeah. Ooh, 
sorry. Yeah. These are still playing. Okay, continue. Yeah. All right. Well, that's okay. Uh, it's the soundtrack to my speech. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> what the frick? Someone's screaming outside. Which Which one is the one of Echo screaming that traumatized you? I don't know. Hold on. I'm finding it. I'll I'll tell you what. I'll give you a timestamp. Give stamp me a timestamp. Yeah. Because I will gladly play right. that for the world. Anyways, no, yes, I, I didn't realize there were Subnautica and spiders. The big giant leviathans looked like horrifying enough that I was like, I don't know. Yeah. But I was thinking about it, but now that you told me there's water spiders, uh, forget it. There are the ones I saw. I, I've played that game, but kind of early. I didn't get much end game in that game, um, and it's weird. That game doesn't scare me at all, which it should, but it doesn't. Um, but there were spiders. Spider long-legged looking underwater spidery units. yeah no forget it I, I do not want them moving around at me in, in video game space so forget okay i found it All you right. can go to a minute four or you can click the link i just reposted it and that should put you right at it here we go i'll go to a minute four hold on that 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 gets you that thing right I there. I don't like it. Well, because you have to keep in mind, like, it's very quiet. Yeah. You're trying to be stealthy. You're yeah. sneaking. Yeah. And then you hear that abomination blasted into your ears as this little <laughs> tentacle whaps you. Did that give you just now? Like, though? it was a different time, okay? People got scared of no, Genesis I get it. games. I get We've it. evolved. We have evolved. And there's nothing wrong with that. But did you did you feel a little twinge of, like, um, I don't know, PTSD or anything when you heard that just now? Yeah, like- I don't like it. It makes me deeply uncomfortable to hear. Let me play. Hey, play play a little bit. I'll do it one more time. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, it's coming up. Oh, so that right there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's like a, a nice innocent dolphin being murdered. Like you know, there's also context to what you're hearing. Yeah. No, that's true. I thought Echo the Dolphin's badass though. That's a great game. Uh, except it's. Scary. I like it, but it's it it you know it's scary. And me as a dumb kid, or yeah. I should say we, because this was a collective decision. We read the back of the box and it said over a hundred stages. And our logic was, man, that's a ton of stages. Yeah. If there are a hundred stages in this game, I bet we could just guess a password <laughs> and skip this part of the game that we're stuck on and uh-huh. just get a random level. And we spent hours guessing passwords and we finally got one. We actually did it. Oh, wow. Power of children. Coming together with nothing better to do on an afternoon, we guessed the stage, and I was like, "Awesome! Oh, I've never been here. This is a new level." Echo lands in the water like he usually does. I start swimming straight down, and a shark charges at me, trying to eat me. And again, just leading to the trauma, just more trauma. Yeah. Now I'm being chased by a shark. That's pretty traumatic. You're not wrong yeah. about that. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. Look at looky here, everyone. Looky here. Uh, sorry, I got to do a thing. There we go. Uh, we're going to talk about these games we that we all played this week. I think that uh, I will start because I always do, and um, I'm going to tell you about the games I played. I played a bunch more Dredge. I've been over that game a lot, so I'm not going to retell everybody what it is, but it's the boat one. 
where you get fish and there's like a weird eldritch horror thinking happening overnight oh, game that game is great dredge is awesome perfect on steam deck uh, great on your pc it's a freaking fantastic game those those overwhelmingly positive reviews are there for a reason it's that good weirdly i love boat games see that is weird you might not like this though because some of the shit you see at night is pretty weird I don't know. I'm kind of curious about that. Yeah, you'd like it. It's like it's a very specific thing. I think that worries me. Yeah, it might be okay. It's really good. Um, and the fishing mini games in it, which are part of the game, are actually fun to do and not annoying. So I'll put that out there. And there's almost kind of a you're going to hate this, John, because you know I don't like the inventory in Resident Evil Four, especially the original. But the dredge inventory system is basically a tetris a tetrisified version of that. You have to figure out ways to fit fish in your hull to take yeah. as many fish back to sell them as possible so you can make as much money as you can and get your upgrades. And so you're always like rotating fish to get them to, to fit around. You your can't boat. just press in on the right stick. And no, that's that and that sucks, but it doesn't suck. It's pretty good. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I feel like I'm, I'm a contradiction on this a little bit because I usually hate that, but it's actually fun in this game. Uh, War Tales. Uh, we'll talk more about that when Bo uh, Bo comes up because I want to hear about his time in there. But still playing that and Everspace Two. Still playing that. Um, the new game I played this week is um, okay. I'll, I'll I'll admit to something. I wish see if juicy. I, <laughs> I wish see if Thieves had a single player game or a better solo experience. Um, I think that Sea of Thieves is really good as a co op game, like one of the best maybe ever. But I think Sea of Thieves is missing something I want, which is I want to go out on my own and do stuff. And you can do it, but it's not quite the same. Even the smallest boat is really best run by two people. Um, I don't like playing with randos. I'd rather play with friends. And when I want to be on my own, I just don't want to deal with like multiplayer crap. And it doesn't let me do that um, as well as I wish it would. So I've been on kind of the hunt for another kind of pirate game. And it turns out there is one out there. It's a sequel to a game called Salt. This one is called Salt 2. Uh, specifically, Shores of Gold is the is the subtitle. Ooh. And uh, it is what I'm describing. It's a single player, big, vast open world, procedurally generated ocean full of, you know, new, new islands all the time and that sort of thing. Um, and you running around as a lone pirate trying to make your way through it, killing, uh, killing other pirates, taking their booty. Uh, you got you start with a kind of a raft with a with a with a shitty sail on it, and you, as as time goes on, you improve that obviously, and end up with a pretty good galleon by the by the looks of things, from what I can tell. It's an early access. Um, I think it's one dude, and he uh, was renowned for the first game. People really liked it, um, but it was a little rough graphically. This new one is not. It's very nice looking, and it's uh, though an early access feels. You know, feels pretty good. If I only had a comp- one complaint about it, it would be it really leans into the survival aspects of the game because um, it is kind of a survivor game. You have you have uh, not only health to worry about, but hunger and a few things like that. And um, the the navigation, I just want the map to marker. I want marker on my map so I can just go to the place I'm supposed to go. Instead, it makes me use that. What's that thing called? Uh, the, the compass, no sextant, sextant. There it is, the sextant and the compass. You're supposed to use those in combination to figure out where the f you are and where you need to go. And I'm terrible at that stuff. You should see me drive at night. It's not good for me. I'm bad at it. 
Um, I mean, I've tried to give you directions in a single room on where something is in a single room in a Resident <laughs> Evil game. Yeah, I'm bad at I it. Under- I understand. I'm bad at it. I don't even know why I'm bad at it. It's just not a thing with me. Um, it just never clicks. For Directional stuff's just bad for me. Uh, so I struggle with it. And this game uh, leans into that. Now, later on, there's a bunch of upgrades and, and um, hardware. I can I can build, craft, find, steal, whatever, that will improve how I do that stuff and how I get around these islands, it's particularly the boat stuff. Um, but it's got this kind of, you know, Sea of Thieves single player vibe that I was looking for. And I like it so far quite a bit. Um, there's caves to explore, uh, sort of stealth sneak up on dudes and uh and take their shit which is great um the the ocean looks great uh feels like a big wide open ocean is it you know perfect yet no but it's definitely still early access but you've just got like tons of loot and you know upgrades and and does it have any multiplayer in it or is it fully single player pure single player right now i don't know what his plan he may have a, a roadmap that includes multiplayer i don't know but what I what I want, I would love it if it was multiplayer, because then I would be like, well, bonus, I can play this with friends too. But I really want a game where if I want to, I can be alone. And if I want a group, I can. And see if these are just hard to do that in. Um, oh, that bear's that easy to kill? I always avoided the bear. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Scott's, Scott's getting tips from his gameplay. He's like, wait a minute. Hey, wait a, a second. Bear? You can kill the bear? I was sure the bear was going to kill me. Um Anyway, it's good and uh, just has that vibe, has that open water vibe. Everything looks nice. It's a nice stylistic approach to to the world. Salt to Shores of Gold, definitely worth checking out. It's also on sale. I think I think I got it for like fourteen bucks. So mm, there's that. Cool. Uh, and then I played. Sh- oh, I'm so excited about this game. I played Shard Punk Vermin Fall. I don't love the I name. I knew that guy in high school. He was. Punk. Yeah, he was a real shard punk. Um, yeah. This game, shard punk. Let me skip to where there's some game. It looked play. interesting. I, mean, I saw it. It's yeah. It's XCOM meets. Uh, I don't know what else it meets. It's XCOM, but pixelated. Like it's a, a very stylistic pixelated game that's meant to look, you know, like a pixel game. But a it, tactical it's a RPG. Basically. Yeah, but it's a, it is very tactical and hard. Um, they're not. They don't. They're not letting you be soft here. It feels like it's kind of Iron Man mode by by default. Although I do think you can revive your characters, uh, or or have it be full Iron Man. But but anyway, you you're in this weird dystopic cyberpunky sort of place time, and it's you know take cover. You got half cover. You got Overwatch. You got um, you know the stuff you think of when you think of XCOM. It's all here. Um, people, you know, your uh, different abilities for each character, uh, revive mechanics, health stuff, all that. Um, and it is rad. This game is real good and gave me the vibes I wanted out of it, which were very much XCOM vibes. Um, it was recommended by a listener. Did I write his name down? Crap. Somebody in our discord said, Scott, you got to play. This sounds like something you'd love. And he was right. I really like it a lot. And it was also on sale for like 12 bucks and, um, totally worth it. I'm going to keep playing this game and having a good time with it. It's hard, though. It's you versus the rat men? Uh, There's some rat men, but it's uh, not that many rat men. (laughs) The early early stages, there are definitely rat men and the name Vermin. What is it? Vermin Fall? Yeah. That probably is. It kind of sounded a bit like Vermintide. That's what made me click it. Vermin Fall? Are they ripping off Vermintide? And it's like... 
Kind of. There's a lot of rats in the trailer. That's yeah. all I can see. There's a bunch yeah. of rats. There's a bunch of vermin. They're definitely in there, but you fight people too. And uh, the weapons are really cool. It has a venting system instead of reload for the weapons. Some of them. I, I think some weapons have bullets or projectiles, but um, what does that remind me of? Uh, where you vent a gun. And, oh, like, like Mass Effect. You, you vent it instead of reload it. Even though it's kind of almost the same, uh, but in this case, you can overheat, and that's a problem. It can explode and kill you, or hurt you, or hurt someone near you, or whatever. Um, there's a stress mechanic, which I I kind of balked at at first. I was like, oh, I don't know, I hate that in Darkest Dungeon. It's not my favorite thing, even though it's the whole point of Darkest Dungeon. It's my least favorite mechanic in Darkest Dungeon <laughs> um, because I just I don't know, I just don't like it. Um, it stressed me out too much. Let's put it that way doesn't do that here it's not bothering me here maybe it's because it's a little less heavy-handed i don't know but you can get too stressed out and start you know oh i can't walk as many steps or oh i'm gonna fire my gun a little more wildly and get less percentage on the rat or i'm gonna hurt one of my own people or whatever um so the stress me the stress stuff works the way you think it does and there are ways to reduce it uh there are other things that increase it and it's got a lot of rpg elements it's just a rad game and i love it really into it uh, again, that is Shard Punk Vermin Fall, available on Steam. Does not play on Steam Deck, by the way. It's a mouse oh. and keyboard game. Uh, John, what did you yes. do this week? You mentioned earlier that you were in your comfort phase. What does that What does that mean for you? Yeah, apparently I didn't want to. I didn't want to branch out too much. I just played games that uh, that made me happy, uh, yeah. and then I threw something in right at the last second so I could talk about something new. But oh, nice. um, yeah, it was more uh, Everspace Two for me, yeah. um, which I'm really liking that game. Although I did see a meme going around Twitter this week about, uh, "Hey, post the character that got done dirty by the." movie or film or piece of media that they were in. I saw you participate in that, Scott. I did. I think you were yeah. talking about uh, the lady from Fury Road. Fury yeah, the, wi- the wife that was pregnant, or Morton Joe's one of his wives that was pregnant that got rolled over and they couldn't yeah, save the baby. She got <laughs> done. Pretty, done pretty dirty, I would done, say. Done dirty, yep. Um, Everspace 2 has a character like that. Yep. I was shocked at how, like, I made the criticism last week that I thought our main character was a little too like clean and like heroic. Yeah. And then this guy who's been awesome the entire time, mm-hmm. uh, Dax. Yep. Spoilers, I guess, uh, dies. And your main character's like, you know, shit happens, man. <laughs> like he just did not seem to care very much. Uh. And, uh, you know, we went through all this trouble for Ben at like he's like, oh, I gotta get. We gotta take care of Ben. I'll I'll rob people to save Ben. I gotta help Ben. And then Dax dies trying to help you. Yeah. Help Ben. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know, man. It's the nature. It is what it is. It's kind of what he does. And then he's like, oh, but thank goodness you're back, Ben. I hate Ben now mm. because Ben replaced Dax, and I like Dax so much more than Ben. Sorry, sorry to my Ben, if you're listening. Yeah, not I, that Ben. It, like, I, it's not that Ben. It's different Ben. Not Orgy Ben. Different Ben. Yeah, not Ben from the Orgy. No. Different Ben. Right. Orgy Ben. 
<laughs> a little pre-show throwback <laughs> for you there. You know, in Trailer Park Boys, there's like there's Bill and there's Shitty Bill. Shitty you know, Bill, like yeah. Just having a friend that you call Orgy. Uh, orgy Ben. Yeah. Orgy Ben. Orgy ben. I like it. Like, if somebody, if that nickname stuck for some reason, it would be so unfitting and he would have no idea why. No, he'd hate it. It would be oh, so hey, it's unfair. Orgy Ben. Hey. It's Orgy Ben. ben. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> I felt bad. I just need to get this off my chest. I love that game, but like, I really like that moment happened and I was like, what are we doing? Why are we killing this character? Why don't we care that we're killing this character? Not only that, Um, why why is our main character so unaffected by that death? He was, he was weird about it. I agree. He was weird. He's just like, well, all right, then I guess we're moving on. And Hey, doctor lady, I'll go bury him and you do whatever. Like, it's just a, it's a weird, you're always doing the right thing. You're just kind of pragmatic about all of it. Like, well, I guess he died. Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) now I will say I found out you can visit his grave. I did it by accident. Mm, And so I got an achievement for visiting his grave and paying reverence to him. And I was like, good. I did it by accident, but I'm glad I did this because man, this game didn't care. about. Why is the grave? Why is why is the grave an accident? They're like, we could make a scene and show you the grave like other games do. They're like, they hit it. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, yeah I, I didn't, get, I didn't find it until like 50 or 60 hours in. I was like, oh, hey, I flew behind the base. What do you know? There's there's a grave here. I'm at the stage of the game where I've got the discovery finder so I can tell how much of each star, mm-hmm. not star, but visitation spot um, I've completed. Yeah. So I'm flying back to Cedo and oh, you're gonna clean, percenting, you know, clean up the zone. I like it. Yeah, yeah, you can you can get you get a little upgrade later on that lets you know how much you've completed. I like that. So yeah, I like that a lot actually because I you know when the story ends, it ends. I think, yeah. and then what are you gonna do? And it sounds like there's you know, oh, it like has a, Endgame. It has uh, rifts, like rift style oh, stuff. Yeah, and I've races. experienced it. So once you get the fast travel gate, sometimes you go to. S- it sucks you into a world where you do like have to do four different space zones of ever increasing difficulty in your super ship against hordes. Yeah. 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 I think it like, has, I don't mean, I don't know how compelling it is. How anyone's going to stick around, but it's definitely got like an end game kind of feel to it. That's good. I don't know. I like that about it. The game's great. I'm glad John. It and I'm good. also, I also last week I actually had in my head, should I warn John that there's a twist in the story that he may not like? Because I really felt you might not. Was like it twist. this twist yes, that it is that it was twist. exactly this? It I hated exactly it that. so much. I was so mad. I turned the game off for a little bit, and I was like, eh, I <laughs> hey, "You'll loot. move on." What if I get a good? I did eventually become the main character, and was like, "Yeah, but loot though." <laughs> yeah, there but are, loot. You became the worst version of the character. I love it. That's perfect. There are better NPCs later on, though. Don't worry. humans, you know. I mean, I'm sure there are, but I feel like the story should have been like, hey, you really should care about this Ben character. Now, I cannot stand Ben because I just see him because he's literally a replacement because all the research perks you were doing with Dax, Ben takes over. So it's literally this thing where, um, intentional or not, in my head, it's like... Dax died so you could have Ben. And I'm like, I don't want Ben. Get rid of him. Give me Dax back. <laughs> he, yeah. he lived, bitch. Yeah. Uh, I had to actually go look it up. This, this is how mad I was. I told you I turned the game off. Yeah. I turned the game off to go to a website and go, did I screw up this mission? Could I have saved Dax? Mm. And I went to look up. So I spoilers. I know he doesn't come back because I was so mad about his death that I went and was like, he doesn't permanently die from this. Like we're being real nonchalant about it. And no, it's 
seems to be the case. Man, no, you got you got dead. this early NPC really affected you. Like this. I liked him. He was cool. He didn't need to help us. He seemed to have an interesting backstory. Like he was very likable. He was actually pragmatic. He was like, you know, hey, maybe don't go steal a bunch of medical equipment and get a bunch of attention on us. But you're like, no, nah, I got to do what's right for Ben. For uh, Ben, this Ben guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're gonna rob the company for Ben of all people. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, so we did it. But whatever. It's a good game. I'm still having fun. It doesn't ruin it. But it's it's fine. It's fine. And it's fine. I'm just a little annoyed about this one small story beat. Sure. It's something you'll get over. It'll be fine. Right? In the end. (laughs) It's it's fine. And it's there are people already like, hey, spoilers. It's not that big of a spoiler. Mm. It's like... You're the game doesn't care, so why should you? It's the same <laughs> argument for even feeling anything about Dax to begin with, because there's like a lot. There's a lot of game in this. I find. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's I played fifty hours. Early. I didn't finish the campaign. I still don't, you know. But there's more. There's a. There's a. There's some other characters to worry about. Yeah. Don't forget I care about Dax. a thousand times more than anybody in the game cares. So that like it's not that big. That's of a probably because the true. game yeah. does not yeah. care. Well, uh, but anyway, you know, I played that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got some other asshole that joined my team that's like comedy relief, but I don't find him very funny. So. Maddox? Uh, I don't know. The weird creature that you, is in a spider web when you meet him. Oh. Um, oh, Alec. Alec. Yeah. 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 Alex, uh, no, did Alex like. The reason he's funny is just because of how terrible, because how everybody uh, hates, how acceptable him. the game developers thought it was to include this writing and voice acting in the game because he's, <laughs> he's really below the bar. Like, yeah. but you know, the game is still good, so you don't mind. Um, I like him better than Ben, but that's a low bar. Yeah, that yeah. is a low bar. Because well, Alec, Alec will show up and help you in combat. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once I got his perk, I was like, oh, I just need to give him alcohol, and then he'll start showing up for me. And uh, there he is. You know so. what's funny about Ben, though, is he's not. it's not his fault. Like, this hatred you have for him is is other people there we go there we go stick up for ben i mean he was just he was just like in the back of the thing he was comatose he needed to get him all the supplies or whatever thief the big thing they were working on (laughs) yeah you'll find out he's just a dirty ass criminal oh see there's stuff to see still yeah my streaming name is craftless rogue in what universe do you think i have a problem with somebody because they're a thief (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's just this is true you live the low the rogue life the low right <laughs> T- telling yeah. i once stole silverware from a restaurant just to prove a point to my wife <laughs> oh my gosh that's great <laughs> you stroll a what a napkin <laughs> silverware uh-uh. silverware. Oh, silverware yeah oh, i did this in high school i stole some uh i stole some uh um bowling shoes and then i painted them so they looked like regular shoes because I thought that and then was you wore cool. them to the bowling. <laughs> yeah, I wore them. I wore them. I wore them to graduation. I wore them to my graduation. We had we stole a bowling ball, put it in somebody's locker, and all oh, sorts of stuff. Awesome. Bowling alley. You really had it out for them. Why yeah. did you think that was the constant? Their acceptable? security sucked. I guess. I don't know. We were weird. I had, me and my friends were kind of weird. We there's too many stories I can tell. Uh, them you all, didn't but. do you didn't do any bad shit when you were a teenager, John. No, I did. I Although my wife is one of the most straight-laced people I know. And the other day, she just, out of nowhere, she's like, yeah, we used to super glue uh, nickels to the floor at malls so we can watch people try and pick them up. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what? 
No, we we used to. There was. Ugh, I don't even want to admit to some of this, but we used to like um, unscrew. You know those halogen lights in school. We used to like un- get up yeah. and unscrew them. Oh yeah. And then during class, we'd find the quietest, echoiest rooms and just smash them as loud as we can. Yeah. And then run away so as not to get caught. Yeah. Like why? Like some like Janner's like these asshole kids smashing the halogen lights for yeah. like the hundredth time. Yeah, it's like stuff you know. We just, all did dumb stuff, just breaking so. stuff for no good reason. I, I remember being. Yeah, yeah. we have our phases. See, that's why I'm convinced that most of the worst run-ins I have on the internet are just kids in that phase. Still, they're just still there. Yeah. And they'll get Somebody's out of turning it. turning 18 every year. Yeah. And they know everything. That's right. So it's good that we always have a generation at any given time that just has all of the answers. Yeah. Because what would we do? Unlike we, the Kaboomers. The Kaboomers had more answers, but we don't talk <laughs> yeah. about that. Kaboomers had more bombs than answers. Let's be real. <laughs> well, the bomb was the answer. <laughs> yeah, that's just right. about any problem. Uh, John, tell me about Vampire Survivors Tides of the Fuscari. Do I have that right? I don't know. They don't talk in that oh, game. Oh, what kind of they noodles is that? Yeah. They didn't read it to me, but yeah, I got the new uh, Vampire Survivors DLC. Yeah, how is um, that? And it's called Tides of the Fuscari or something like that. Sure. Um, it's really cool. It's uh, just like their last DLC. They're kind of uh, changing the way they do maps. So all the maps and kind of the vanilla Vampire Survivors experience was like, well, here's a big area that it's not infinitely scrolling, like it's, but it's big enough to where it kind of seems like it is. Um, and it's just like, oh, here's a generic forest. Here's a library. Here's this. Um, this is different where it's like an actual map. There are places you can go. There are unique structures. When you start in this new map, if you go in one direction, you get to a hedge maze. If you go into another direction, you get to a mushroom forest. Like there are, there are places on the map you can actually go that have events based on what's there all while the infinite spawning enemies are still coming at you and all the other vampire survivor gameplay is happening. Uh, the theming of this expansion seems to be more your traditional fantasy. Um, the first character that I unlocked is like very like uh, almost uh, like gauntlet style, just like a mage. It's a mage all in blue. And oh. Their theming is that they are a mage. Wild. Um, and then I got a warrior with a really big sword. And the theming is it's a warrior with a big sword. So yeah, yeah. they seem to be leaning more into your very traditional fantasy tropes with like the, the theming of the characters. Um, and they're going a little uh, more whimsical with the things you're fighting in this. Uh, there's literally a like weird cat-like creature that seems to be made out of cookies. Like there's some weird stuff. It's not all Castlevania in in this. Like and before it was all Eastern influenced, um, you know, visuals and stuff like that. So they're kind of leaning into all of that. You know, for two dollars, I think I got it on sale. Like it remains an awesome deal. You got it, it on was, sale? I think they put it on sale initially. Yeah, it was God. like I think it was like twenty percent off of two dollars. So you know, do the math. But yeah. it's not like it was a screaming deal. But yeah, uh, you know it. It's awesome. Like it's more vampire survivors. Like it it is what it is. For all the good, for all the bad, uh it's not changing the game in any dramatic fashion. Like they are doing some cool things with builds where, you know, if there was an item that you really really liked because it uh so the duplicator was one that was really popular regardless of your build because it just doubles all your projectiles. They've now put in a new item uh that has 
different synergies that does effectively a very similar thing to the duplicator. It scales better, but also limits the amount of total XP you can get. So they're just giving your builds like more variables, more variety. Um, The way things drop with certain builds are going to be different. So it's still that gameplay, just more fun ways to mess around and screw around with it and more stuff to unlock. That seems all right. That seems all right. Bo, War Tales. I've, every time I look on Steam, Bo's in War Tales. So that must mean War Tales is living up to all the hype that we had. Yeah, War Tales is a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, any we big, talked about it, I guess. Any big character losses or anything? Anything like a whole team um, wipe or anything? Or? Yeah, I've lost mostly pets. The only actual human I've lost is Stanley. Rest what? in peace. Oh, John. He died. I feel uh, like and, he wasn't properly protected. I don't think. Uh, well, you what happened was knew I over- what a treasure you had was. Stanley it was a Billings. tough. It was a tough match with pretty high level for what I was normally fighting, and I overextended him into the melee. Um, and then it sounds like uh, Stanley. Honestly. Yeah. Yes, and the, the fight kind of got out of control, and we were on a razor's edge, which is often the case. Mm. And then um, Bok Bok, who is a uh, boar. Um, I didn't have the ability to control the animals yet, so they, they AI'd on their own and Bok Bok pathed and boxed you in. So that I you died because escape. of Bok Bok? Oh, man. Yeah, Bok Bok died in that battle, too. Though. Oh, good. All right. Uh, At least it, I it really, took it really com- me. It really compounded, but it was his, sort of his fault. I was, like, trying to disengage you, and I had a plan to get you out, and then Bok Bok pretty much screwed it up. Yeah. And, you know, in this game, uh, it could theory reload the battle, but I don't. You know, it's... Uh, it's much more fun if you kind of play it. Uh, you know, you still have a save game. Like if you hit a hard stop, I'm not playing on Iron Man. But you know what happens in the game happens in the game. I took a prisoner and I tried to be nice to it because prisoners can eventually you can hire them or turn them to your side. But he bopped one of my guys over the head and ran away. Oh my lord! And I saw him wandering around naked uh, outside of a town. So I'm gonna go scoop him up later. I think. But yeah. he was like starving and begging to not be you know killed. Yeah. Um, but I had to leave him because I had to go and get food and resources for my warband. Anyways, man, the, the systems just keep getting deeper. It's a lot of fun. There is a fast travel system, but you have to get money and build it. Uh, it's not just in the game. So I'm like, oh, now I need gold. Uh, so I can travel in between places faster. Um, and there are tombs. The tombs are excellent. I also captured a creeper, which is like, basically a, a zombie but oh so some uh, some just, of this low magic skin, finally showing up then the his skin's growing over his eyes well it's like low magic where it's like it's believable that it's just a human that's been rotten in the tomb because mm. the plague makes people effectively into zombies but they're just called plague ridden yeah so it's like they're not quite zombies but i did there are ghost wolves and ghost boars oh shit and that's you know mystical um and their ghost pelts are good for building ghost armor um <laughs> Yeah, so ghost. <laughs> we were starting so realistic, and now we've ascended to ghost armor. There, there is some mysticism. It's just like it's not a lot of it. So you know, you might come across a, a, at night an area where the mists have formed, and you'll find ghost wolves and ghost uh, boars in there. And ghost the boars. All right, it's just a ghost. I think. Really. Um, the game is like. Yeah, I've forgotten all about Diablo. You know, it's like uh, no longer friends with Diablo 4, now best friends with War Tales. Like, yeah. that's kind of how I feel right now. I'm just like, it's fun. It's I 
it's hard to like recommend to everyone because I don't think this is a game everyone's going to enjoy, but it's like perfect. It's like 10 out of 10 for me. Do you think it's a, who are the people that wouldn't like it? It's like people like, like banished people are probably going to like it, right? Like I think it's pretty slow. Yeah. I think it's, it's pretty slow. Um, and then I, I think it lacks like, well, it's low fantasy, which people like their high fantasy. And then also um, it lacks any sort of, there's a story, but it's like sandboxy, like FTL or, you know, there's no story about you, Jedi fallen redhead and your tale of whatever happened. It's like, you kind of got to fill in the blanks. You name the characters and yeah. they have a story that's happening to them, but it's not like it's because it's more sandboxy. The tale becomes their tale. Like there's just little things. Like if someone dies, Stanley, we had a funeral for the character. You know, like you can bury the body and then everyone gathers around and says the eulogy. And it's like, it's awesome. There's so many little touches like that and systems that reflect that, that allow for things to happen. Like I said, the prisoner escaping was funny because I even put Ted down a guard post. That probably explains a lot. But <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, well. Ted yeah. was in a, in a guard post. And people have relationships. So, like, I accidentally shot um, Walnut in the back of the head and Walnut grew distrustful. Of hope <laughs> he was like oh and then and then like the, they all the play the characters will have ruminations so after rest they'll wake up and start thinking to themselves like man i'm really nervous about arrows and you can either like you can pick one of three options that sort of tells the story about what they do and gives them maybe a bonus or like a trauma or you know something sometimes sometimes it's small sometimes it's big uh, it's just fantastic. I mean, I just say just play it. Force yourself to play it. Force yourself to like it. It's great. <laughs> Force yourself to like it. I like that. <laughs> um, it's great. Go recommends. I do like it. To like this I like game. it a lot. I didn't get as much time this week as I wanted to play, but I do really like it. So I uh, need to get it, into it. It requires a lot of hours. Thing. It's slow. I would say it is like slow, but the hours melt away with fun. Like. Once you get up to 14 or 15 members in your war band and you're fighting 14 or 15 people, that's a lot of turns. There's a lot going on in the battles, but they get really interesting because it's such a, it's like, you know, when they show football movies, but not like NFL football, it's yeah. like football in some <laughs> muddy, rugby, I guess. Is what yeah, sure. You know, football, but it's Australian. Yeah, football, but <laughs> and not. And it's just muddy and shitty. Like, it's like those battles feel muddy. And gross, and and you know, they, it turns into a real slog. Yeah, and I just I just love it. Yeah, well, there you go. I, I, the other thing too is like numbers. Like Pharrell did 117 damage the other day on a crit, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. that's like doing 150 trillion in Diablo three in this game. It's like it's just excited. I like that they keep the numbers in check. Like the numbers are very like digestible and i feel they're dramatic when they're big <laughs> you know I'm, I'm not like 117 that's so low i'm yeah. like whoa <laughs> uh well Anyways, that's good full-throated full-throated recommendation so far. yep I, I i will uh sign on it's a very good game uh all right that's uh what we played this week we are going to take a break when we come back dear martha some more news your emails your texts all that fun stuff so stick around We'll be right back. It's 4K thumbs. Yeah, 4K. It does look I'm cool. Look emotional. at you. Yeah, Bo, we're back, and Bo, Bo's hair is like a whole new brand of cool. Man, look at that. You haven't suffered the pain that I have. No. 
weakling protagonist. I almost, you know what I almost played this week? Because you reminded me of it right there. You remind me of Vampires and V Rising, and I kind of almost, inst- I almost started playing V Rising again. I got in the mood. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing that at some point. Yeah, yeah. there's an update. I guess it's not out yet, though, right? No, it's still coming. I thought it was DLC, but that'd be weird because I don't know. They marketed I- a little strange. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, it hit that way for sure. Um, okay. Well, everybody, good news. Here's the good news. The good news is we are, uh, John's going to do Dear Martha. Everyone loves that. It's a favorite here Yay. on the show. And so we're going to do that now. Uh, John, anything special? Just your normal thing? Yep. No- normal Martha. Well, then everyone sit back and enjoy today's Dear Martha here on Core. My dearest Martha, it occurred to me that I had looked at Nintendo Powers, PlayStation Magazines, specialty sega magazines and even a pc gamer but never an xbox magazine honestly martha it causes me a level of concern that keeps me up at night that you might think i have a bias against a particular video game company (laughs) so i think we need to talk about the official xbox magazine issue 90 from december of 2008 looking right at the cover we see the words life after halo which, funny enough, is a question I feel like they've been trying to figure out nearly every day of their history as a video game company. Ooh. Zing. Zing. <laughs> the cover also boasts 27 game reviews, which will always make me interested. So I wanted to see what we were checking out in late 2008. Turns out Fallout 3, the cover game, got a perfect score and was the highest reviewed game of the magazine, followed closely by Fable 2 with a 9.5. One that surprised me though was the original Dead Space got a really rough 6.5. It's interesting to see such a lukewarm take on a game that has now been very lovingly remade. If you're wondering what was at the bottom of the review barrel, though, Monopoly for the Xbox 360 got an amazing 3 out of 10, (laughs) where the magazine that's life depends on the continued existence of Xbox games said, you'd be better off just going and buying the board game. Wow. I was having a hard time placing this era of gaming at first, though. It's so easy to kind of boil things down to one big thing that makes us all say, oh yeah, I remember then, when talking about a particular time in games. But for most of this magazine, I was struggling to find that. Certainly, it was a time of a lot of sequels. It was the later generation period where games stopped being quite so janky and start getting really solid, but none of those are a moment in time maker. Uh, A lot of those, in fact, are probably true right now, in fact. But then I got to the part of the magazine where they devote multiple pages to off-brand rock band and guitar hero peripherals. (laughs) And I remembered, oh yeah, this is then. That moment where we mass-produced products that would go on to be so useless even goodwill won't take them. (laughs) But honestly, that's kind of it. This was a great time to be playing games. But there wasn't a ton else to it. The industry was slowly maturing out of the more tasteless and goofy things that made the years prior a lot more fun and a lot more awful. But it was still Wild West enough to where you couldn't set your watch to a game company's business model. I do need to include one ad in particular, though. 
I will never not find it funny that a prominent ad in an official magazine for an official product is for what to do if your system gets the red ring of death. It's not even an official Microsoft-sanctioned ad. This is a different company getting in on that hot-bricked console action. Anyway, now that we've averted any fear of bias on our part, I will leave you until next week. Yours in time, S. Beckett 08. That's a lovely ending there. Um, Just for fun, I want to call this number. The Um, Red Ring of Death number? Yeah, just to see what it is. Yeah, do it. Okay. Find out. I'm gonna do it. Here we go. Um, by the way, calls. I'm, I'm glad you sorted out the bias problem that we have on the show. Yeah, yeah, I a, solved it. Yeah, you solved the bias. Um, okay, here we go. Let's see if I can just paste this in here. I think I can. Yeah. All right, let's give this a shot. Should probably ring. The toll-free number you have dialed is no longer in service. Oh. Please check the number and dial again. How do I get... How Microsoft's do I, fault. They fixed the red ring of death. How, <laughs> put them out of business. How do I get my... Red Ring of Death problem taken care of now. Hi, I have an Xbox 360 and all the lights are red except one, but <laughs> it's not really a ring, but I guess that doesn't sound very good to say I got three red lights. Nope, it doesn't work that please way. Please fix my console. Please, thank you, and please. All right. I uh, tried putting it in rice. It didn't work? <laughs> didn't work? Oh, that's a shame. Hey, how about some other news? Look at this. We got some other stuff. Uh, we got to talk real quick about this un unrecord or unrecord or un. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it. I assume it's unrecord. Anyway, unrecord. It's this new Unreal Engine 5.2 game that a lot of people thought was fake. They were like, "No, that isn't real. That isn't. There's no way that's real." Look at this thing. Uh, click that link. Have a look. It's a game. Oh, I saw this. I thought it looked like somebody just reacting to. What would be an actual video, like as a meme? Yeah, that's what I thought. Is it because it's essentially that foggy looking. Yeah, it it's supposed my... it's supposed to be, look like bad cop camera or body. Oh, cam. they're cleared up for me. Yeah. Oh, you were getting it crunchy. Um, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to look like a, a ultra realistic sort of bad camera that, that, like a body cam, a cop might have on, and it's some kind of horror game sneak around find out what the shit's going on kind of game i don't know much about the game itself but visually i don't even know what to say about this thing it's insane to me i think the shaky camp like they've done they've done something with the camera oh for sure to make it look like it's um it's not stable like when you play an fps it's unnaturally stable this looks like a body cam right yeah yeah and they blur out people's faces like as if it was being shown on you know, like if it was a real body cam, you blur people to not be able to identify them, right? Yeah. Like I just saw him take out a guy, and then they blurred his face, and I was like, "Oh, that's a neat touch." Yeah, it's really. Oh, this looks pretty inspired, actually. Yeah, like, it's just... wild, absolutely wild to me that this even exists. Um, I want to play oh, it. Is, so is this? So this is like an upcoming shooter. Yeah, this is a shooter coming out. It's a some kind of single player survival horror thing. You're a cop. God, they should make Half Life look like Half Life Three look like this. Oh, I agree. I was sure when I saw this footage, I went, oh, this is some YouTuber having some fun. He's making a first-person look. Yeah, that's why I didn't even click on the thumbnail that I saw. I was like, okay, whatever. Just more clickbait. Yeah. So I'm pleasantly shocked to see that it's an actual game that it's pretty It's pretty damn good Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. terms of it doesn't. It looks like less video gamey than something I might have seen before. But Yeah, 
Potentially, if it's a good if it's a good game. Garbage lying on the ground like looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean the people. I don't. I mean they look like people, but they look like video game people. So I'm not. You know, I'm not as blown away by the people, but that view and the way the camera hitches back and forth and no, at a quick glance, it was I mistook it for real footage. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Go look at that if you haven't seen it. Unrecord is the game, and it's up on Steam. Is it, so. is it just a demo? Oh, it is up on Steam. I well, you can't buy it yet, but it's a pre-order or you know, a pre-release yeah. thing. Yeah. Wishlist thing is great. Yeah, well, show your support. Yep. Wishlist. Get in there. Wishlist that business. Also, speaking of games I want, uh, there was a Nintendo Indie World event, and um, those are always interesting, but it turned out this year most of what they showed were games that are already out somewhere else which is fine. They, that's fine for them to do that. They're all coming to that console. But one I didn't know was coming was Blasphemous 2, and they announced it there, and it's actually coming this summer, as if I need more to play this summer. Uh, but Blasphemous 2 is a... Re- Blasphemous 1 is an amazing Metroidvania, dark, grim, dark game. It's very cool. And um, they're making another one, and it's coming out soon. And I thought I would mention it. But some of these, like My Time at Sandrock, that's been on Steam forever. Uh, none of that did much for me, but that game looks great. Where is it? There it is. Blasphemous two. If you haven't played or seen Blasphemous one, you are missing out. It's always on it's sale. On my, I bought it, but didn't play it list. Oh, it's so <laughs> good. It, but I haven't played it. It's so good. It's often on sale for like five bucks or something. Um, it's just a great 2d, you know, it's pixels, but what they do with the pixels is really impressive. It's beautiful. I love that game. Really hard though. So don't go in thinking it's like Metroid, it's more it's more like hard Castlevania is how I'd describe it. It's also clearly these developers are dealing with some sort of religious uh damage when they were younger because <laughs> this thing is like hey, all the fears that your catholic mother put into you, here here's a video game of all those. So enjoy. <clears throat> anyway, Blasphemous 2 coming out this year. Sony acquired another studio headed by Bungie veterans, uh, Skywalk Studios, joining the PlayStation family. That's exciting if because uh, Sony makes good first-party games. So this is probably a solid pickup for them. Oh, wait a minute. Doesn't acquiring a company mean that all the other good video game companies are going to go out of business? <laughs> well, I know at least one listener that will love that we said this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. As- <laughs> just, that's what Sony told me. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> just that's what I heard when them we say. We acquire things. It's a humble little studio that in no way advances our uh, portfolio meaningfully or. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, heaven forbid Microsoft buy Blizzard. I guess it's because I mean, small. I will say there is a scale difference. Yeah. Jokes aside, there is absolutely a scale difference. It, it continues to be funny, and I'm going to enjoy the humor found in it until I can't because it's over. Right, Sony's just dead jealous. If the roles were reversed, Sony would Sony would buy Blizzard if it could. Of course they you would. Know what I mean, of course they would. Are you kidding? Of course they, they would, would acquire them in a heartbeat if they could. They're just jealous and buying time. That's all it is. Uh, Firewalk has worked on games like Call of Duty, Destiny, Apex, Apex Legends, Halo, and other titles since it was formed in 2018. And uh, they have 150 employees, still growing. It is the stu- uh, Sony's 20th studio acquisition. So. Seems to me like they're they're really into Wait, they've buying. They've done this twenty times. Yeah, they're into it. They like doing it. No wonder I, I have mean, a PlayStation. They're taking over. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't know the Xbox numbers. I'm sure Xbox hasn't beat twenty cents small. 
what the oh the total number of studios acquired i don't know i'm pretty sure at like some of those e3 microsoft was touting a lot of like we've just purchased 15 game studios and that was like years ago yeah so we could find this data they they all do it is the point they all do it yeah of course they do Sony's pretending that nobody does it, but in they, the defense of it. And for the record, I I will say too, I think Sony fighting it as much as they do makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't you? Of course you would. It serves to hurt your brand. It absolutely does. No matter how much Microsoft says, "No, we're going to be good. We're going to play fair." It hurts your brand to have this happen. So of course you fight it. Like yeah. it's and a they, given. They'll probably not win it, but they'll fight it, and they should fight it. Why wouldn't you fight it? Of course you would. John's right. Okay, Sony. Uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings Gollum, the game, you know, that's coming out. We got that game. Uh, oh, yeah. I keep forgetting. But is is uh, Liam voicing? Gollum no, which Gollum? bums me out. I don't know who Wait, it is. what? I thought that was the only reason they were making this game is to let Liam voice Gollum. I mean, yeah, I would have. Andy Circus in the movie, so I thought it was Liam doing Gollum. And I, I asked He's him out. He's done it before, right? Oh, like, yeah. Pretty frequently he does it. Yeah, the last oh, two. The, a different game. The last two Mordor games were him. He did the yeah, Gollum. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he knows he does it better than anybody. Um, and I asked him, and he said, no, it's not me. So unless he's lying to me, which he could well, be. Well, good. I'm going to feel even less making fun of this story. Um, <laughs> <continue>. <laughs> well, okay. So the story. <laughs> For a minute, I was going to be like, oh, Liam listens to the show. I'm about to make a lot of jokes here. But uh, sure, sure. Now but now he's out of, he's out of the blaster. Some, he's got some hot gamer takes like he's never heard them before. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's what they're doing. Innocent Liam's ears. He doesn't know the kinds he's of. Never heard game. a criticism before. He doesn't know he's what a re- Sounds yeah, like. they don't Your know what game is because it's ninety nine point nine percent great, but the zero point zero one percent that I would choose to criticize makes it the worst game of all time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they never hear any of that. I'm sure. Yeah, that never happens. That was a crusty. He never, he didn't know about that. That was a weird sound that Bose Mike made. It was there. the microphone decided to allow one percent of his yelp. Oh, yeah, it backed it like backed down like a scared dog. Yeah. It just went okay. And fine. He's in everything. It's trying to adjust my voice and make it sound nice and struggling. I, I assume. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the whole controversy here is they have some DLC for that game. Not DLC, but payable content that you have to pay behind a paywall. Horse armor. Yeah. It's worse than that in my... Well, I know okay. I know it is. <laughs> Let's just say it. I don't know just if it's worse. because it's dumb to I don't say. know if it's worse because they are, their explanation makes sense to me, but I also wouldn't have done it. But anyway, Elvish is a language option. You can have everyone talking in Elvish and there would be subtitles for it. They are locking that behind a paywall. If you want to hear Elvish, you pay for it. I don't know why you would. Uh, but here's what they said. Their explanation was, look, th- having the right voice actors who can speak fluent Elvish is actually kind of hard and expensive. And we went through this trouble and we don't want to do it for free. I kind of get where they're coming from. I just wouldn't have done it in the first place. Like, why even bother? If it's that, well, that's a shitty take. Like, I would never why do even it. bother doing I wouldn't. Cool. I wouldn't because all you're going to get is heat for this. This is just going to be a, a pox on I, your game. I agree with you that the... It sounded like you were in agreement. Like, they should charge for it. That's, like, special, man. It is, but I'm, what I'm saying like, is it going to be worth the blowback? I don't know. I don't know if it will like, be. Like, like, it's right to be like, – it's not like you can get a Korean localization team to do your Korean, and you're not going to charge more for for right. the Korean language pack, right? Like, you know, that's normal. But like you said, El- the, how many people are fluent in Klingon, right? Like, <laughs> No. 
<laughs> you know, I, I, and even if it was cheap, I still say it's like that's a premium service. Like if you want your uh, Final Fantasy fourteen to be entirely written and voiced in Klingon. Mm-hmm. Yoshi's gonna charge you for that. You know what I mean? Like that. You, no, you but pay that's that. a niche thing. Here, here's a. That's crazy my idea. point. Yes. Here's like, a that's, crazy that's idea, point. you guys. What you're saying? What they're saying is like we think that there is a thing that might bring a lot of value to this product, but we should probably charge more for it. Like what? <laughs> that sounds like half-assing it. Did they charge extra money for the Kurosawa mode in Ghost of Tsushima? Or did no. they put it in because that was going to be a thing to make the game better? It was easy. Did it the weekend. Yeah, the weekend. Just do it over the weekend. <laughs> like, here's the like, thing. I just made is the camera like, different. <laughs> it, it, is, it is one of those things where you hear the explanation and you go, yeah, that makes sense. But then you actually think about it and you think, well, but wait a minute. Why didn't you just put it in the game? Yeah. I don't, I I can kind of, I mean. Like, what about it makes it such a premium feature that you don't incorporate that into the cost of making the game? It does. They're like, well, we really tried on it. Well, what does that mean? Did you half-ass the rest of it? Like, (laughs) no, but we really tried and we want extra money for it. Mm. Yeah. You get English and Korean, though. Like, you get whatever localizations are available to you. You get all that. I know. Yeah, but but Elvish is like. But what makes this feature so premium that they don't just do it for the game by default? Well, I think what it is, like Bo says, there's the resources and stuff exist for actual spoken languages in the in on Earth. The fake languages that are completely separate from any vernacular anyone uses on this planet to know to get the right people to come and do good VO for that. Is expensive. Uh-huh. Like eight, eight people, right? Which is like, my whole point about them. Why bother in the first place? Like, if you're going to make this DLC and the only way you can do it is, well, we got to charge for it. I think that's a mistake. You're just asking for so problems. So, w- what this suggests is that they had an idea. They were like, we think this would be a really cool thing to put in our video game. And admittedly, if you're into Tolkien stuff, like, this is a cool thing to put in your video game. And they went to their company, whoever's publishing it, and they were like, guys, it's going to cost a little extra money to put in this feature that's good, but we think it should be in the game. And that company said, absolutely not, unless you make a DLC for the Elvish language pack. (laughs) How stupid is that? Again, it makes... I'm not saying that that what they're saying has zero logic behind it, but... This is laughable. Every time I've read the Elvish language pack for the game, it has made me chuckle. It is an incredibly stupid thing. It is as memeable, if not more memeable, than horse armor back in the day. Mm. And while there is logic behind it, I kind of think it comes down to, you should have probably just put it in the game. And then you could (laughs) boast about it. But I feel like someone in a business suit somewhere went, well, you're spending this extra money. That's how they sound. Yeah. To, uh, <laughs> to, to, More, uh, let me tell you, to, for spending well, this extra money. I can speak in Elvish. There's some Elvish. Why, why are we paying these people? And uh, that, that guy, they said, but we really want to do this. And he said, all right, well, you can if you make it a DLC pack. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. I, you know, I don't, I don't disagree. I think it's effed up. However... I'm also a little weirded out by the art style in the game because at a glance, 
when you pull the camera out, it looks like Peter Jackson style. You zoom in, everyone's a little goofy. He doesn't yeah. look like Co- regular. Colin looks like he just discovered emo music. And yeah, had a, it's had weird. It is kind of an emo kid. Yeah, and the other he's uh, got hair, and it looks like he has a bit of a bit of hair on his head. Well, it's supposed to be earlier, right? In his uh, in his yeah, degradation, pulled it all out. Oh, I guess. I but I like the stealth mechanic of like sneaking around on the ground and on walls, and then leaping out and strangling a dude. That looks like fun. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is smart. I have zero interest in this game. If you ask me to make a list of characters from Lord of the Rings that I would want to play as in a video game, Gollum would be below Treebeard. Yeah. So <laughs> below like, Treebeard, below Treebeard. You would not be- <laughs> even immediately below Treebeard, like significantly below Treebeard. <laughs> I would rather play as the baby tomato that that one king mushed up in his mouth while that guy was singing. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather play as that than Gollum. Okay. Let me, (laughs) this is really, I I mean, I kind of, I don't disagree, but let's discuss just briefly what the tree beard game would be. What would you do? What would you do in tree? Is it It would be a mass effect style adventure game? Perfect. Nailed it. Where you have to travel through the forest and have conversations and form relationships with other Ents in Perfect. the forest. Perfect. It, and it would really be all voice to... acted and you couldn't skip. Yeah. But all conversations would take like many years, right? Because yeah. of how many, many Oh, years. you get a lot of value out of that game. It would like that's like a five thousand hour campaign or something like I'd that. So like to start oh, relationship oh. with you, Liara. Yeah. What's crazy is it's John Rise Davies as him and Gimli, same actor. I don't know if people know that. Maybe people. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, same cool. dude. That's why his voice is so familiar. But he does talk in a different cadence. Anyway, there's that. Uh, what's this thing oh. about people being mad about Gary Bowser owing Nintendo ten million after serving jail time for jailbreaking switches? What is this? Yeah. So there was a news article a while back where Nintendo like sued the ever living, ever living life out of some pirates. Yeah. Who were jailbreaking switches and selling them illegal piracy? I just we're getting the news, and I'm like, it seems like all people are talking about this week is how he's get like all the articles. It was a common thread and hit the React meta pretty hard too. Um, so there's this team executor, you know, team of hackers getting their wares on or doing illegal things, making money, and they were jailbreaking switches. And um, anyways, he some people like fled; they didn't catch everyone, but they caught this guy. Whose last name is really Bowser, apparently. Um, really? And, so many yeah. people around Nintendo named Bowser. <laughs> yeah, you got Doug, Doug Bowser, Bowser, yeah. Bowser, Bowser, yeah. Bowser Jr., and now Gary Bowser. Yep. And so Gary Bowser, you know, ended up taking the fall. He was in jail for was it sixty months? I don't know, some amount of months that was two digits and probably higher than twenty. Um, maybe not. I don't know. He was in there for a while because I think it was only a few years ago that this came out. This news article came out. But what people are kind of mad at Nintendo about over this, because you're like, well, he went to jail. You know, punishment, crime and punishment, blah, blah, blah. But he owes them $10 million still. Jeez. So even though he's out of jail, Nintendo's going to be garnishing this guy's wages by, you know, 20 to 30% was the limit for basically the rest of his life. Wow. And it's kind of on this thread of Nintendo being super litigious, like taking down YouTube videos, messing with creators, being like absolutely draconian in the creator space, unlike most other gaming companies. And then now just like 
a lot of people reacting like, okay, like this guy served his time. Like you're just going to make him an indentured servant for the rest of your life because no. he hawked some switches. Like people are kind of like piss off Nintendo. It's like the overall, the sentiment that's going around about this it does seem a little hard, so, hardcore, a little, a little much. It's, it's a it? little hard. I mean, you commit crime, you know, there's consequences and all that, but like, I think there are murder cases where people have been let off later. Maybe not like, murder but like manslaughter or something you know like there's been situations where like this just feels like he's going to be paying nintendo for the rest of his life and it's just kind of uh it's a news to- topic we can discuss how we feel about it should nintendo yeah, be paid I mean, for the I, i'll tell you i don't have a ton of interest in nintendo these days um just not my not my console of choice anymore um but it, it certainly was in the past I would never want to be a content creator based around Nintendo. Oh, I'd hate it. Based yeah. on the stories I've heard. Like, there, we didn't, I don't know if we talked about it. It was in the running for news articles a couple of times, but like, um, you know, from what they do around Smash tournaments and how difficult they can be about, you know, this is walking the line. Did somebody do something wrong to their hardware? Yes. So you start to get into a gray area, but like, there's people that are legitimately like passionate people just trying to celebrate Nintendo games and have fun and run tournaments and do esports and do grassroots things. And Nintendo goes after them. Uh, I've been sent a cease and desist letter from Nintendo, uh, and they suck. Like I don't like them. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, as far as litigious, I'm I'm glad that I don't do Nintendo content. Yeah. And I think that's a shame because I think a lot more people are going to probably go that route. Yeah, I, it's dangerous to even stream a tiny bit of a game sometimes, or at least it feels like it's dangerous, whether it is or isn't. It just feels like, oh, Nintendo, they're weird. They're weird about this stuff. And I, I, I agree with you. Um, I will say... I'm pretty excited about some of the stuff Nintendo Maybe is coming out. Maybe the people who rip off Scott's stuff and makes t-shirts out of it should pay him $10 million. Yeah, $10 million. Let's go ahead and apply the same level. I think level. they should, too, because I'm be like, <laughs> Scott, uh, I'm the one who will always remember uh, that it's a snack, not a wrap. Well, <laughs> here's the problem, though. <laughs> Something I just realized. The one that they copy the most and try to make money on that i drew years ago is the blue shell one which is a nintendo yeah. property in the and, first yeah. place so yeah, don't make too big of a no. sink or nintendo's gonna come after you i hear yeah. the blue shell might be in that new mario movie there there's more attention on the blue shell than ever yeah they don't realize like fandom and art uh, fan art and all that stuff it's so good for their brand and when they get all litigious like this it's just so bad for it I really wish they wouldn't do it they yeah. don't know how the internet works yeah they don't and they i really know don't. because i've paid them for their internet service for a while now and i know that they don't know how it works yeah but they are finally releasing uh advanced wars remix re re platooned or whatever that's happening i think this month or no may i heard tomorrow oh tomorrow really advanced wars? somebody in our discord said tomorrow yeah it's the one they delayed bo that's the yeah, complete yeah, remaster really to that yeah cool i love those games so much so i'm mm-hmm. probably gonna have to get that before I go to Vegas, if that's tomorrow, I'll take that. To, I'll I'll play that in the I mean, car. So, so yeah, but don't. Fun. They make good games. It's not the gaming division of that company that that drives people nuts. It's like that's they're just known for it. You know what I mean? They're known yeah. for being like absolute animals, mm-hmm. and it, when it comes to you know that kind of stuff, but like it was just there was another article someone has decompiled paper mario so right now because oh, you don't I really want to mod their games yeah. Yeah. 
they 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 reverse engineer them and swap all the they do a full asset swap and write all their own code from scratch but using that as the paradigm yeah and then yeah so there's like gonna be now some you know paper mario uh mario excuse me uh paper mario (laughs) like mods clones coming out um and they might go after them a2 uh, as what was it a2 s am2r there was a metroid remake I guess it was oh, a remake, yeah, I know what you're about. but it was kind of like a fan project. I don't think the guy was making money off of it. I know I downloaded it. I think I still have a copy on my PC. I actually suck at Nintendo. Um, it, you know, it's like, it's software. Like, there is a point where things become damaging, but there's a point to, like, that money that he's paying is nothing to Nintendo. <laughs> it's not like they're going to be like, where's my $10 million? We're going to go out of business because of this guy. They're no, like, $10 million going to forget nothing. about him, but his life is going to be severely impacted. And, it's a bad look, man. Like, I, especially for a family-friendly company. I don't know. It's just it's been going around, and everyone looks at that and goes like, "Okay." Like at some point, he has a punishment, but he didn't kill anybody. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he didn't he didn't fire missiles into Ukraine. <laughs> like you know, like what what is he really doing? He's copying some software, you know, and like earning money illegally. Sure, but like I don't know. It's just <laughs> it sucks. Here, you know, what would be funny. If Nintendo, if a whole bunch of the cast of the Super Mario movie that just came out, a whole bunch of them got sued for impersonating Nintendo characters. Do you know what I, I mean? Honestly, wouldn't even be so. <laughs> that would be so funny. Like, I'm never going to do it, but it'd be great. It's like, oh, uh, did you hear uh, Michael Keegan Key, or however you say his name, uh, plays Toad. Oh, he's 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 never going to be able to pay this bill off for impersonating a Nintendo character. I mean, I'm just saying, maybe be careful before you buy red overalls. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, it's yeah. that bad where yeah. I'm like, if I just show up on a photo, they're like, a family photo with red overalls. They're like, you look too much like Mario. Yeah. Or if you're a you plumber. A chill pill. Yeah. If you're a plumber. Yeah, no just more keep that, plumbers. Yeah. Keep they, that quiet. Yeah. Be a quiet plumber. Don't make a big deal out of it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway. And I just, it's been making the rounds. I mean, I don't, you know, he did break the law and it wasn't a legal thing. So you kind of make your bed, you sleep in it, but it's just, it's. Yeah. But very, they do this to people that don't really break the law either. Like, yeah, they yeah. go after everybody. Well, they are, they it's the copyright thing. You know, we, we always live in that nether space. We don't talk about it as much nowadays because I don't even know why. I guess there's just more consequences, more people online. But, you know, Napster, <laughs> the main draw of the internet back in the day was Napster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's sailing the high seas. It's kind of synonymous with the internet. And we try to be, we want to be respectful about IP while also you know, understanding that stuff's meant to be shared. Right, but we should also learn the right lesson from Napster, which was Napster didn't go away because people got overly litigious. Napster went away because people found a better way to convince people not to pirate. Yeah. Yeah. Same with movies. I I left because of LimeWire, I thought. Well, same thing LimeWire. with LimeWire. Does like okay, not matter. specifically Napster, <laughs> oh, but LimeWire, whatever All you went to after Everything. that. Like yeah. piracy is always going to exist, but in general, it isn't as big of a problem because uh, some better solutions were found for people to have the yeah, barriers yeah, between them and music. How, and ma- how many switches did he jailbreak? Do we know that? I don't know. I they, they, I think the number that he. Chat's he also saying the, he was only unlocking firmware. He wasn't pirating anything. Okay, so yeah, because he was just he was just jailbreaking. So if he was jailbreaking phones, or sorry, that's usually what you do, jailbreaking switches. Um, 
if so how many hardware i guess i'm i guess i'm trying to understand how they came to 10 million that just seems crazy to me unless it was every switch ever made or something crazy like that you know yeah yeah no i i think he was the fall guy i think there was a number of people in there and he actually wasn't even a main guy yeah um yeah and it could be like i'm light on the details i know i've just i've, I've watched a couple of videos on it and it's been going around um but you know they slapped him with a a 4.5 million fine and a 10 million dollar fine i guess what's been going around too that's funny is he earned money as a prisoner because you're on work yeah. so he's paid off 75 dollars of his 10 million Almost there. <laughs> wow. He's on his way. But like, you know, this guy was probably not making a lot of money to begin with. Like, he, so you're not, this is not white collar corporate co- crime where someone gets out and they're like, well, I'll just liquidate five companies to pay the, the government back. You know, it's like, he's in a different realm. I'm fairly certain this is like a, you know, Joe Everyman who now owns well, a giant company. He, he made no, look, it says here between, uh, let's see, made an estimated 320 grand over seven years. The guy's not rich. He's just a dude. Yeah, this is what too I mean, big a hammer. Yeah. This is a big hammer for a small a, um, nail. What do they call it? A, a David and Goliath kind of situation yeah. where the yeah. law is just like, man, you got to pay Goliath ten million. Like he's basically an indentured servant. He's a, uh, you know, I don't like that. Like uh, we got rid of when, we, when you guys threw the tea in the harbor. You guys got rid of the monarchs. So why is this guy a surf now? What's what's you the know? term? There's a term for this. We try to care, take care of in the law. It's called um, unusual. You, what is it? Cruel or unusual punishment? Nah, nah. Uh, this feels a little cruel and a little unusual <laughs> to me. Like he served his jail sentence, right? Like so, yeah. he did the crime. He's done the time. Yeah, and he'll still be a felon. He'll have lots of consequences as a result of it. But also, he just owes Nintendo ten million randomly yeah. as well. They should call it uh, "Do the Crime." No, if you do the crime, you do the time, and then you pay the unreasonable fine. That's the finish. Yeah, program. that's right. That's right. Yep. I think people. I think just overall, the sentiment in the Reacto sphere, uh, you know, in the gaming space, is like, ugh, like Nintendo. It continues to be gross on this side of, on this side of their business. Right. Well, well done. So, yeah, I mean, you well can done. be against their business practices and still think they have fun games. Yeah, like, got great you games. Don't have to build. Yeah, those two things can be, be true at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, let's do these. That's a good question. We got some emails. Uh, well, one email and a text this week. Uh, we also have a phone call, but I'm going to play it at the end of the show because it's kind of long, but uh, stick around for that. Uh, when you guys send me like two-minute calls, they'll probably end up at the end of the show, but I'll still play them. Uh, Ricky wrote in from Trailer Bark Boys. Just kidding. This is CactusBoy00 on Twitter. He says... Uh, hey guys, just wanted to make a, re- a game recommendation. If you haven't already, you should check out Patch Quest on Steam. Uh, it's a roguelike bullet hell with monster taming and Metroidvania exploration. Plays great on Steam Deck and seems to have a lot of content, but only costs twelve ninety nine. It's currently uh, my just one more run addiction, so I hope you consider trying it. Thanks for the awesome show, Ricky. Well, if it sounds familiar to listeners, that's because some months ago I raved about this game and uh yeah, played it on familiar. steam deck and it is awesome so i don't mind reading the email again to remind everybody that that game is rad and you would do a whole lot worse than spending 13 bucks on this game it's very cool it's not if you don't like roguelikes maybe don't bother but if you like roguelikes and any of those other elements make you know sound interesting to you this game is pretty freaking cool yeah it has a lot of projectiles on the screen yeah a lot um, it's not as hard as it seems. It's got this cool lasso cam uh, mechanic where you got to capture kind of Pokemon style capture creatures, but it's not really a Pokemon game. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's cool and runs great on Steam Deck, great on PC. It's very good. It might be other places too by now, but 
Uh, good recommendation. Ricky, we also got this one uh, to our phone number, 801-471-0462. This came in the form of a text. Hey, text. Hey, text. Hey, crew, crew. Core crew. I can't read. Hey, core crew. <laughs> text, text. Jeez crew, Louise. Crew what are your thoughts on how future-proof the Steam Deck is? One of the main reasons I've always been a console gamer is because I don't want to have to deal with the continual equipment upgrades that are part of the PC ownership. Based on its specs, how long do you think the deck will uh, be current? And is it worthwhile purchase now for somebody who already has three main consoles? Um, I looked up this because there was something that rang a bell in a recent interview with PC Gamer, I believe it was, where the dude in charge of deck development uh, told them in an interview that you don't need to worry about that so much. They're not interested in turning right around and saying, here's an OLED version, and next year here's one with an extra 256 gigabytes of you know hard drive or whatever. They're, they're not going to do that. They don't want to Apple this every year is what it sounds like. What they want to do is spread it out. Maybe not as long as a console life cycle of, you know, eight to 10 years, but something a little more reasonable, maybe every three years or every four or something. I think that's a really smart thing to do um, because these are expensive. Yeah, I think I wouldn't look at this as buying a computer. Like to me, this text reads a little wrong and that it's kind of saying like, Hey, I don't. I don't know if I really want to get into the Steam Deck because I don't. I never really got into PC gaming. Well, to me, I would say treat the Steam Deck like a console. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to have a vast library of games that work because it's pulling from the Valve library. So there's a ton of games for it. And I would just say this is the console. There's going to be stuff that comes out going forward that works on it. There's going to be stuff. I mean, there's already stuff that doesn't play the best on it. I played Cyberpunk on it. It looked fine. Uh, it ran fine, but you know it was not as good as my PC. Mm-hmm. But I would treat it more in your head like a console. This isn't going to be something you're buying and repairing and, and you know trying to keep up with current technology. Like with with at, backwards look. compatibility, though. Like yeah, like yeah. And, if there's ever another Steam Deck and you buy another console five years later from Valve, you will be able to play all your old games on yeah. it for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and like indie games are kind of going to be happening forever. Like there will be a constant slew of games that come out that still are supported by the steam deck. Like it's just going to, it's a reality of how big the PC market is like 10 or 20 years. You may not be able to buy and play the newest game that comes out, but indie games, games that aren't, that don't have that graphical fidelity, um, uh, games that aren't AAA might run just fine on it. So I, I think I think it's fine. If you're interested in it, I think it's good. And that infinite backwards compatibility is extremely nice. It's huge, yeah. And that You don't initial... have to worry about it. You don't have to wonder, right. which, I mean, as much as I like that feature in Microsoft's console, if they do a new one, there's no guarantee they're going to make it fully backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. It would be weird if they didn't after right. going so open this time, but there's no guarantee ever. No, I agree. You said it well. Uh, totally agree with all those points. And um, as much as I love my device, I don't think it's for everyone, but I think this sounds like a person it might be for because it really is just a console. And they're not trying to – you can't go online and go, I'd like to add more RAM to this. I mean, you can hack the thing. People do that stuff, but that's true of anything. So it's just a it's a working device. That's one of the things that makes it great is it just works, and it works for a surprising amount of things, and it's awesome. Oh, love mine. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for today's show. 
Again, that's 801-471-0462. You can leave voicemails as well. We have one of those. We'll play at the end of the show, so listen for that. Uh, if you would rather email us, talk to the core at gmail.com. We'll get that taken care of for you. Um, that is going to do it for us. Now, I cannot believe the list of people who joined us on Patreon this week. For sure. Yeah. For uh, two weeks in a row now, it's just like insane. I don't know. Bunch of gorgeous uh, people. We're doing yeah. something right, I guess. And whatever that is, we'll keep doing it. But part of what makes it good is we don't really know why. But we know that you guys are awesome. So I want to thank the following people, and I'm sure I'm going to get every name 100% right as I read it. Yeah, there's none in here that I think you're going to struggle with. None. So Siopow probably is correct, I think. Skull Lick. <laughs> that one I think you probably got right. Okay. Justin. That's easy. Justin. I'm just doing first names. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're just doing first names <laughs> yeah. now. Okay. Uh, Trickster, which I mistake for Trixler. Um, because Trixler also contacted me and wants to do something, and I thought it was him. But if it is him, hey, Trixler, welcome. If it's not, Trickster's cool, too. We'll take you. Anyway, Cy Rohan. Uh, Zhao Pedro something? I'm sure I got that right. The Zhao Nailed part. it. What's amazing is that the something is, in fact, the last name. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want to read it. Will, also Tom, Matthew, Tobias, K 78 Oh, you blew nice. yourself. He blew himself, yep. Dozens of them. Uh, well, it's time for a new start, friend. Yep. Joshua Mann. Oh, I did a last name. Well, anyway. Michael V. Bajorge. Because it was Mann. Yeah, Bajorge. Slugger with a three uh, at the end there instead of an E. Mark Gale. Stashew. Stashew's cool. I like that. It's like statue, but not. One of my favorite Pokemon. Oh, that's great. Uh, it's the stuff that's inside of a Twix bar, isn't it? It's full of statue. Yeah. What am I thinking of? But only the left. What are you thinking of pistachios? Is that what I'm thinking of? What? I don't know what I'm thinking of. Pistachios? There's no nope. pistachios. You want to try that word again, Bo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it on purpose. It's pistachios. Oh, you knew okay. what it was. Okay. But Sometimes I'm saying it like I wonder. Yeah. It's fair to wonder. Uh, Cal pasta. L. It's Cal- pasta magic. Pasta. Look, it's Cal L. Superman is in here. Uh, nice. Andrew. Yeah. And finally, relish the blood. He scares me. It's I mean, if caps. you're going to relish something. Yeah. Well, is it relish the verb or relish as in the I don't know. condiment? Oh, like relish? Well, would you say yeah. pickle the pickle pickle the relish? No, wait. Well, yeah, you relish the hamburger, right? <laughs> yeah, but it still sounds like you're saying enjoy the hamburger, right? And not put relish No, no, you, I mean relish it up. Get the relish and relish it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. English is John, weird. Help. Yeah. I mean, fun. I think it's like you, you guys remember that Fat Boy Slim song "Praise You." Yeah, it's like, like that. that song. But it's like relish you about blood. Wait, is that? I want to praise you like I should. Oh yeah, yeah, that's him. And then it gets all weird. Yeah, I remember that was in NHL 2008's credits music or sorry menu music. They used that. They licensed that. And it kind of ruined it because every time I played hockey, I, I, you heard that song and it kind of ruined it. Yeah, you don't want to hear that song too much. No. Maybe you don't want to hear that song at all. And I think you want to hear it once or twice. And then after that, you want to. It's just big spaces between when you hear it again. Nothing wrong with Fat Boy Slim. He's great. Just saying. Maybe maybe license that to the wrong video game. Anyway, if you'd like no commercials ever, artwork in the mail, pre-show content every week, host bonus shows. Bo's going up tomorrow, by the way. I've timed it. So yours is going up oh. tomorrow. Nice. Uh, thank you for putting that together. Uh, and other monthly benefits, then sign up today, just like these fine people, patreon.com slash core show. 
It's going to do it for us. If you're looking for anything else tied to the show, it's over at frogpants.com slash core. The one thing we like to do at the end of the show is pass the mic to Grandma and let her remind everybody the games we played this week. Grandma, take it away. Well, the sun's still up, so I guess the boys got through this one a little faster than normal. Better it's summer. <laughs> anyway, the games they played this week is Scott played Dredge, War Tales, and Everspace 2. He's talked about those, so I've sent him a bunch. He played Salt 2 because he doesn't have any friends in Sea of Thieves. And he played Sharp Punk Verminfall because he likes killing rats, I guess. John also played Everspace 2 but didn't want to talk about it in the Shared Played this week. And he played Resident Evil 4 Remake and didn't talk about it. He also played the Vampire Survivors DLC, Tides of the Fuscari. <laughs> Mo played War Tales still. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what we played. That's the important bit at the end. Uh, well done, as always, Grandma. Now take a nap and it'll be fine. Have a little tea or whatever. Uh, we're glad that you're still with yeah, us. Yeah, Grandma, go have some tea and take a nap. Yeah, take a nap, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, we showed her. That's right. Get out uh, of here. We're playing games here. No grandma's allowed. <laughs> that will uh, do it for today's show. Thank you all for listening. The show next week will not be on Thursday. It will be on Friday. I'll still be traveling home from Vegas on Thursday, so I will not be here that day, but we will be recording oh. on a Friday night which will be very fun. So come back on Friday and check out our show. It'll be live right here uh, as well as uh, or frogpants.tv. So check that out. And you can also get the podcast wherever you get them. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John, and for all of you. We'll see you next time. If you like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Make my chest hurt with regret. Ooh, that's a, that's a Ooh. blasphemous lady. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.